know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face, ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. All right. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ah, good morning, ass family. It is a Taco Tuesday, and you are listening to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. Hope you're doing good this morning. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm in weird mood today. I I, I don't know. we, We got a bunch of shit to talk about. The whole Afghan thing, more COVID shit. We got mail today. Thank God we got listener mail. We got lots of mail to get to and all kinds of other stuff. Let's say good morning to everybody. Straight Fire is the first one here. She says, well, hello, everyone. Let's celebrate the fact we got air in our lungs and a brand new ass show to enjoy. Thank you, Arnie. Well, thank you, Straight Fire. I'm glad you're here this morning. Hangtown Jen, happy Tuesday ass. Douglas says, good morning, ass family. Straight Fire and Jen. Uh, Dave Coe says, good morning, one taco, please. Okay. <laughs> Braddy Kid, good morning. Braddy Kid, I hope you have a wonderful day. Says, I just got an email that flights to Hawaii are only $138. Looks like we're going to Hawaii. I, don't, I, I ain't getting in the damn water. Uh-uh, I, I'll get in the pool, but as long as that pool ain't too close to the ocean. Just saying. Um, what did I want to start with? Oh, okay, so... We're just going to jump right into things this morning because the debacle that's happening right now in our country, I mean, this is becoming, you can't write this. The first now almost nine months of the year, the first eight months of this guy's pregnant uh, presidency, pregnancy, presidency, has he done anything right? That, that, that's all I'm asking. Anything. I mean, has he has he even has he even held the course for America, or has it just all been a fucking downhill debacle? Everything. <laughs> Yesterday, they were asked in the White House about the Taliban deadline, which is August thirty first, and they refused to address it. He refused to take questions on the threat hours later. Let me get to the threat. Hold on a second here. Uh, Jen Psaki snapped at a reporter who said Americans in Kabul were stranded. They're not stranded. They're fucking stranded. Oh, my God. So so since the president saying, oh, no, no, we're going to have a few extra days. It's a meandering time. No, 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 no. Thank you, though, Mr. President. The leader of the Taliban comes back and says, uh, if you don't get out by August 31st, you will provoke a reaction. Now, God damn it. I don't know about you, but me thinking about our military and taking the fucking the, the, the leashes off and letting them unleash fucking holy hell over there gets me excited. Gets me happy and proud to be an American again. They they called us out. They they said if you don't get out, I mean think about this. This is this is I cannot wait to have Brian on the show on Friday. My friend Brian, who's running for Senate, is going to be on the show Friday, and 
I, I just can't wait to get his take on everything that is happening right now. Because the, the leader of the Taliban is threatening America? Wait, 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 wait. He, he, he's threatening America. We, 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 we don't want to say anything. Now, last night, that provoked a former Navy SEAL. His name is, where did I, oh, I had it here, did Jocko Wilnick, Willink. Willink. And Jocko said, this is what I would say if I was the president. So get ready for this. This is, this is good stuff right here. Good evening. I wanted to give you an update. Once again, this is in his perspective if he was running the country. Current situation in Afghanistan. As you know, we were set to leave Afghanistan this month. And as we began the final drawdown, I made some critical errors. Namely, I underestimated the strength of the Taliban and I overestimated the strength and capability of the friendly Afghan forces. Bingo. This was my fault. And due to my mistake, the Taliban has taken control of Afghanistan. There are reports now that ISIS and Al-Qaeda are working alongside them. Unfortunately, there are tens of thousands of Americans on the ground there, as well as friends and allies of America on the ground. Now, these people, Americans and our allies, are all stranded. And that is my fault. Bingo. But they will not be stranded for long. In the next 48 hours, America will be in control of most major airports in Afghanistan. I wish. Any resistance we meet from the Taliban or otherwise when we seize these airports will be destroyed completely and without mercy. From those airports, we will conduct rapid strike rescue missions until we have recovered and evacuated all our citizens allies, and friends. Any person that interferes with these operations will be killed. We will also recover or destroy all aircraft, vehicles, weapons, and sensitive equipment that we left behind. Any person utilizing, guarding, or located in close proximity to these weapons or equipment will be killed. Awesome. Once we have evacuated all friendly personnel and recovered or destroyed the weapons and equipment left behind, we will depart Afghanistan. But we will continue to monitor everything that happens in Afghanistan through our ground and airborne surveillance equipment. Terrorist training camps or activity will be targeted and destroyed. Gross violations of human rights will be stopped through overwhelming force. And any group in Afghanistan fighting for freedom, liberty, and basic human rights will be supported through special operations forces and ruthless precision air power. We will continue that dedicated support 
until the enemy is no longer a threat to humanity or to the good people of Afghanistan. May God bless America and may God have mercy on the souls of our enemy because we will not. Awesome. Wow. Wow. Now you want to talk about something that gives you the heebie-jeebies. That will do it right there. Holy Christ. That's what we want as leadership in this country. By the way, not only do we want it, we deserve it. Uh, anybody that believes this garbage is asleep, they don't underestimate anyone. Planned weapons left behind my ass. They are way gone. Again, planned. The military is compromised or their hands are tied. I say both. Neither should have happened. Political bullshit. Hate it or not. Well, look, look, you, everybody's entitled to everybody's own opinion when it comes to this stuff. I played this guy because this is the kind of leader we should have. And until we do something about it, then everything that Mike was talking about, it is true. The reason why we don't have leaders like this is because they aren't in line with money. It all comes down. I've told you guys this from the jump. It don't matter if you're black, white, yellow, red, purple. I don't give a fuck what color you are. There's only one color in this world. That anybody cares about. It's green. That will, that it will fucking suppress everyone. Everything. It is what it is. And people like this can't get ahead in that world because they're not in that world. Because to be in that world, you have to be born into this world. Guys like this are chiseled out of fucking granite. He had to work for everything he has. And I don't know how long it's been, but the lie has been in place. You work that hard, you should be able to get somewhere. You can't get there. Those jobs are taken. Look, look, look at our look at right now the the structure of leadership in this country. Nancy Pelosi is related to how many people? When it comes to being mayors, governors, uh, you know, all these kind of things. It's all intertwined. And then they marry into certain families, you know, that run media companies. So everything is all intertwined. And it sucks. And I'm here to play the guys like Jocko. Because, see, they use the, the current guys like Jocko against us. Because if we ever threaten to stand up to our country, I mean, all presidents laugh at it. They've scoffed at it. Oh, really? You're going to come after our military? You know, when people start talking about the Second Amendment. Oh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Like, you could take on uh, an F-14. Well, if you allowed us to own it, we probably could. But see, we can't own military grade, even though the Constitution actually doesn't say that. The Second Amendment doesn't have an asterisk in there or a comma. 
The Second Amendment states that you, I, I, hold on, let me, I, I will read it for everybody. This is one of my favorite arguments to get into with people. Because Joe Biden has no clue at all what the Second Amendment says. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Period. That is the end of it. There's no semicolon saying, except military-grade weaponry. Oh, and any automatic weaponry. Oh, and you can't own fighter jets. We can't own fighter jets because we can't afford them. This is the worst part about talking to anyone about any of this. Because they think that, and, and when you tell them that, wait a second. Where does it say, I, I, I wish a reporter had the fucking guts, the fucking balls, the, the, the spine, whatever appendage it, it takes to have courage now. The next time a politician, especially former Vice President Joe Biden, speaks about the Second Amendment, and he says, well, it says in there you can't have it. No, it doesn't. They, and, and, and by the way, well, they were referring to muskets. And it doesn't matter what they were referring to at the time. It says then, then we should still be walking everywhere then too, right? Or taking a horse and carriage. Oh, Buenos dias, Ogre. How you doing? Triple T's in the house. How you doing, buddy? Good to see you again. Hope that guy runs for office someday. He's got my vote. Uh, when you say green, do you little you mean little green men? Uh, I don't know. What's he talking about? Uh, more afraid today on an attack on U.S. soil than ever. Musket was military grade at the time, though they did not have other guns at the time. Uh, Brett says Arnie keeps nailing. Look, man, it's not. You know, sometimes when we talk about this stuff, I feel, and I know I'm not. I know I'm not that smart. Fucking ogre puts me to shame when it comes to the smart part. But sometimes I, I feel like the, the, the will hunting, from good will hunting. I'm not saying I'm a genius. I'm just saying it, it's so basic that you can get this knowledge with a library card. Or you just have to pay attention. I mean, I think that's as close as I get to being a genius is just knowing that you should pay attention to these things. All you got to do is look up the Constitution. It'll have, it, it, and if it has, you know, addendums to it and stuff, they'll be listed in there. But no, this just says that. We should be taking horses and carriages. Imagine the parking lots at the mall. Oh, valet, <laughs> park my pinto, please. Oh, God. Can you imagine the smell in the valet parking or just the parking lots? Oh, God almighty. See, that, that's the funniest thing. It, there's so many things that we've lost in our country besides spine, balls, backbone, will to live, all that kind of shit. We, we've lost so much. And the one thing that we've really lost is a sense of humor. And that really bugs me because that, that's, that's the only way I stay above ground is my sense of humor and, and finding stuff that makes me laugh. There's a, a video on TikTok that I've seen 
where this kid, he comes out, and he's like in a Best Buy, and there's a bunch of TVs and shit behind him. And he comes out, and he says, hey, Amish people, jealous much? And he shows them this, right? Now, that's complete satire because, look, I I don't want to have to pull the fourth wall back, but he realizes that no Amish people are going to see that. And all these people are tagging him and saying, hey, dummy, how are the Amish supposed to see that? You see, that's the fucking joke. Not that there's some kid taunting the, he's taunting the Amish on a device that the Amish don't even use. That's the joke. But so many people are like, dude, you're stupid, man. The Amish ain't even going to see this. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, but see, that's where we've lost our sense. Because the first time I saw it, I fucking died laughing. It's like, that kid's fucking funny. Oh, ever noticed regular showering coincided with the end of riding horses everywhere? Yeah, yeah, regular shower. Yeah, isn't that weird? Oh, all right. What else we got here? Oh, man. I mean, we are just full of, we're chock full of goodness right now. Oh, the Taliban. Now, speaking of stealing a sense of humor, this guy has to go down in the Comedy Hall of Fame. Nazar Muhammad was filmed being taken away from his home in the Kandahar province. Video shows a Taliban fighter sitting on either side of him. Now, this guy's like the biggest stand-up comedian over there, right? And, and he gets put in the car with these guys. He keeps making jokes about the Taliban. So they put him in the car, they dragged him away from his home, and then they killed him by executing him by firing squad. That guy is a legend. He took bullets for comedy. Oh, his name is Nazir Mohammed, better known as Kasha Zwan. And he's in the back of a car with an insurgent on either side of him, brandishing a gun. Oh, he was known for routines that poked fun at the Taliban through song and dance, including some that were uploaded to his TikTok account. I guess he's making jokes right here. <laughs> he just slapped him in the face. <laughs> he's making jokes up to the point where they shoot him. Oh, man. Oh, I'm being the dick here, but believe it or not, there are Amish who still rock the beards and suspenders but use smartphones to promote their artesian business. It's really fucking weird seeing some of the barn builders using a square reader. (laughs) Look, look, I don't think many of them are on TikTok. That's all I'm saying. Oh, good God. That's the worst thing I've ever seen. Oh, where is that video? Oh, there was a, oh, crap. There was a big fight in Great Britain, I guess, like yesterday or something. Let's see. Hold on. Let's see if I can find it up here. 
and they were like using actually it was like a tables, ladders, and chairs match, but they were actually using tables. Why won't this even come up now? Let's see. Okay, Love I don't want Love Island. Where's the search button here? Oh, search. Uh British uh table fight. Nope, they're not going to show it to me. Fucking bastards. Oh, today's top video. Is that like a website? Today's top video? Damn LTV. Well, fuck it. This is an awesome fight. If I can find it, I will. How'd you do at the uh, comedy store last night? Dude, I totally killed it. <laughs> oh, that's good shit. Yeah, they, they killed that poor bitch. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me, let me look one more place. I think it was that one. Okay, let's see. Let's see if I can get the fight up here. I, I won't be able to get sound, but I'll be able to describe it to you. Okay, top video. Come on now. Come on now. Be British fight. Be the British fight. Be the British fight. Oh, it is. Group throws chairs and tables at fight breaks out in North London. Oh, I need sound, people. I Oh, there we go. Wait, wait, wait. Let's go. Let's bring it back. Here we go. It looks like a bunch of hoodlums. They're swinging white, full plastic chairs at one another. Oh, my God. This is mayhem right on the streets of downtown Liverpool. Here we go. Now it's being drug out. A man is using a bar table as a weapon. He is using the bottom of it as a weapon, swinging it from east to west, north to south. There's a man with another plastic chair. Oh, and taken out by the bar guy. The bar guy. The bar guy keeps going. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, there's that. You got to look for it. I, I put the link up. <laughs> it's in the bottom right-hand corner. It's chairs and table. I can't get the damn sound up. It's just playing it for me. Oh, that's so fucking great. Maybe, ooh, I'll go to their homepage, see if it's on there. That stuff is awesome. Boy, I saw that this morning. I was dying. Uh, okay, go to the damn Daily Mail page. Yeah, there we go. And it's still, it's still fucked up. Whatever. Fucked up. All right. All right, back to the show we go. Enough fun. Oh, that's great. And I lost everything. Um, oh, one more thing about this. Oh, 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 no, no, no. Shoot. <sighs> All right. So everything that's going on, uh, people are trying to flee Afghanistan. You know, we're putting them on planes and bringing them over here. They're running. Iran has closed their border. Poland is now building a wall. As Belarus orchestrates surge in Afghanistan, African, and Middle East immigrants. So who's going to call out that? I mean, look, look. I know I have opened Pandora's box for a Polish wall joke off here. You know, the Polish wall. <laughs> but it, I, I, I just, for, for one quick just second. Isn't that horrible? Isn't that racist of them to be wanting to build a wall? I, it's okay for other countries, but 
not us. Okay. I just want to. I just want to make sure of that. That's all I wanted to make sure of. And the Polish wall jokes can. <laughs> uh huh. Okay. That. I hate it when this happens. I hate when all they go away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's where we should go. This one right here. All right. You remember, we're, we're getting on to the coronavirus now. And, and this is the most interesting thing to me that I've seen in, in a long, long time. Because it is so disgusting what they've done to people. And I'm not talking, and look, if you want to get the vaccine, by all means, get the vaccine. I got the vaccine. Okay? If you don't, if you don't want that, there's nothing wrong with that. You have the American, you have your freedom, you have the right not to get that. And I support you in that right. I always have. Now, I watched the, the Trump thing again the other day. And from Alabama where he was booed. And you hear him go, look, look, look. You have the freedoms not to do it. And everybody's saying, oh, yeah, you got booed. But he was right. You have the freedoms not to. He has, look, he told you he got the shot. I told you I got the shot. I'm not, I've never said you should get the shot. I only say you should get the shot if you want to get the shot. Maybe that's where he stepped over too far. Maybe. But then he brings it back and says, no, you should have the freedom to do this. And, and you truly, truly should. But now things have changed. Things have changed in a big way. Remember when it all started? How they were bribing people with gift cards, dinners, cash, if you got the vaccine. You remember that? And now what's happening because not enough Americans complied, now you're being punished for it. Okay? You're getting... The, the stick now. This is the old philosophy of the carrot and the stick. They dangled the carrot in front of us with money and prizes and things like that. Now, motherfuckers, you're getting the stick. There is a report out that there's an email going around. And, and it, it, it hasn't all been confirmed, but this was sent to me. Uh, an email from a colonel. Commanding an officer at the Marine Barracks in Washington, D.C. that says vaccines are still voluntary, but the military believes they will become mandatory in the future. Which they pretty much have. Now, if you decide, if you're in the military and you don't want to get it, well, this is what could happen to you. According to military emails, blah, blah, blah. Those who opt not to not take the vaccine will lose their pensions, their tuition, 
assistance, and access to the GI Bill along with other military benefits. Um, um, I understand it's military, but maybe there are some people in the military that have religious, you know, uh, uh, beliefs against it. And now you're going to take all that away from them? Boy, that seems like a, 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 a pretty big stick. But, but let's see. Let's see. Does it get any worse than that? Well, let's see. If you're in Mississippi, the state health officer, Thomas Dobbs, says that Mississippi is going to start fining you and giving jail time for patients who don't isolate. You could have COVID-19 but be negative and still and not be asymptomatic. Up to five years in jail. Now, let me just say, that seems a little much. Five years in jail? Okay, anybody else doing it? Are any other states going crazy and doing those kind of things? Let's see. I I don't, it can't be. It can't be. No, now a New York judge orders defendants to get the COVID-19 shots part of as a part of the plea deal that they're striking. That's pretty amazing. People in the military get shot full of all manner of things when enlisting, no questions asked. It's a tough guy thing to just shrug it and get it. Now, out of fucking blue, all of a sudden, people in the military don't want it. What happened to the swagger, the bravado, the confidence and leadership decisions? It's almost like it's become political just like everyone else. Yeah, I can agree with that. I, I, I mean, I know a lot of military people who've gotten all kinds of shots, and they've had to get them. Why is the objection to this? I don't know. Because, you see, I'm always told that I'm wrong about this. I'm always told that I'm wrong about what the difference in numbers would be if the presidency had gone the other way. I stand firm in my belief that if Donald Trump would have won the presidency, the numbers for the vaccine would have gone through the roof. Through the roof. Do I think that would have ended? No, look, look. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to say it's going to work. I'm just saying the numbers. I've not said anything about what it would do. Numbers would have gone through the roof. But what happened was this. <clears throat> you, had a, you had Joe Biden and Kamala Harris who were opposing the president. They won the presidency of the United States of America by saying, do not take this vaccine. They won. You can talk about being cheated. You can talk about this. You can be, they won. They're still in power. They can't do that. Well, they just did and have been. 
But these are the people that won saying don't take the vaccine, and now they're the ones that had to flip-flop and say, oh, please take the vaccine. So the 80 million people, the reason why we haven't hit herd immunity is because of the Democratic side. 80 million people voted in favor of not taking the vaccine. And now the people that they voted for are saying, you've got to take the vaccine. You've got to take the vaccine. Vaccine, 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 vaccine. I'm amazed. I'm mesmerized by this. That nobody sees this. He got 80 million votes. A record. And they all were voting against this vaccine. Not a vaccine. This vaccine. Because Donald Trump started this vaccine in he was the president. He didn't go into the lab and mix up some, you know, chemicals. He was the president, though. And it got done at the end of his presidency. Uh, Biden and Kamala's uh, toes Tuesday did say it was a fucking disgrace. They shot themselves in the foot with their BS partisanship and fucked over America. I wish people could be more mature enough to go, they're assholes, but I'll do what's right anyway. Instead, they followed the typical American way now of saying, but they did it first, and I'm going to budge. Uh, I'm not going to budge a centimeter because that's losing. Not me, pal. I'm not losing to anyone. Yeah. And that's why we... we I truly think, you know, everybody that recycles and does all that kind of stuff, you're wanting to leave a better world for your children. Too late, we fucked that up. Mm-mm, they're going to have to be the ones that rebuild And I don't like the way they're building it now. Where everybody's the same, once again, you don't learn from history. You're, you're, you're doomed to repeat it. Our society is is at a crossroads. We know that. We all pay attention. We know that. And I don't mean to be a downer today about anything. This is just the way it is. They're going to put you in jail in certain states in this country based on your vaccination. And the one true way that you can tell that this is all, oh, just such crap, is a story that Douglas sent me last night. And I have been staying away from this topic because I think this topic is the utter most stupid topic that's out there today. The article uh, is written by a guy named Paul Klee. He says, showing your vaccination papers at NFL games is yet another blow to social justice. And he goes on. And let me read how he writes this. Gosh, remember when social justice, promoting equality, and providing more access for people of color were the cool things to do? You know, one of them, a few good parts of 2020. Well, that's a lifetime ago. Now it's the opposite. 
Now it's applauded when an NFL team bans most black Americans from going to a game. Now, I have not seen one ban yet at an NFL game based on the color of your skin in my entire lifetime. I did not know that passed. I thought that would be bigger news. The Raiders announced last week that you must show your vaccination papers to enter Allegiant Stadium to see the silver and black. I'm, I'm confused. As a Vegas season ticket holder, business decision, folks, this got my attention. Not for business reasons. Six of the eight games have already been sold, and it's not even week one. Yet the house always wins. We're just copying the house. He goes on. Not even on, uh, let's see, uh, black hole, blah, blah, blah. Oakland tailgates were legendary. A blast and made up largely of not white people. And guess who among us are least likely to be COVID-19 vaccinated? Black and Hispanic people. That's disgusting. So the policy is that you have to get vaccinated and wear a mask. I've seen the games there in the stadium. They as a business can't. They can, they can ask for that, and you can choose not to go there, okay? That's not what I'm talking about here. The vaccination is in no way, shape, or form related to or having to do anything with racism. I am so tired of this. Well, black people uh, are, are getting the shot at only 20%. Well, do you think that might have to do with your freedom of choice? Do, do you think that might have to do with, I don't know, something little, little, little thing called, what, syphilis? That they gave black men in the army? Wasn't sickle cell also developed by the, the, the government? And given to black soldiers. That's why predominantly it is a black person disease, sickle cell. Do, do, you, do you think they might have some trust issues with taking something from the government? You know, part of their free will and all, since we did let them out from slavery... I mean, so what you're saying is that black people aren't taking it because, and and you can give me the laundry list of reasons. It's hard for them to, to, to get to areas of vaccination. They have fucking mobile systems. Well, but those people aren't, don't have access to cellular phones. Well, they know somebody that does. Okay. Is there a church in the area? Well, of course there's a church in the area. Well, if there's a church in the area, then they can organize a vaccine day where everybody gets vaccinated who chooses to get vaccinated. Once again, you can choose to get vaccinated. I don't know who this is making this a black-white thing. Those who get vaccinated and those that don't get vaccinated. It's not... 
I can't believe that I'm actually addressing this. But hey, what do I know? Oh, man. <laughs> I see these stories. I just get so pissed. I mean, I, I, I kind of lose it for a minute in my head. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. But once again, Biden has urged now that the Pfizer thing has had FDA approval. He wants businesses to approve, you know, to urge, mandate, if you will, the vaccine to go back to work. So what happens? Okay, ask family, I'm asking you a question. I'm ready to see your answers. The current job you're in. All the suggestions you made for getting vaccinated can also be applied to registering to vote to. I understand that. See, that you know, that's another thing. Thank you, Scott, before I get to my question here. All these places are wanting you to show your papers to get into a fucking P.F. Chang's, to, to get into a Lakers game, okay? That's that you're, you have no problem doing that, but you have a problem showing your, your state-issued driver's license at a voter ID stand? Or uh, when, you, when you go to vote, hey, here's my ID. You're opposed to that. Okay, some, some people have already figured out my question here. They won't get vaccinated because Whitey already got vaccinated them. Uh, I was about to ask a question, and here's my question I have for you. In your current job that you have, and if you're self-employed and you're like me, then it doesn't, it doesn't matter. But if you work for a company or, or the man, if you will, if you got the office memo that says, hey, you got to get vaccinated or you got to go, what do you do? slow today am i not interesting you guys not just talking today mike d said i'll be jobless and i'm not kidding uh jenny lynn says i'd find a new job well see now that uh i'm gonna get vaccinated i've got a goddamn government job i'm an adult i'm not giving up that easy okay that and that's fair that's fair. I appreciate that. But a lot of people said, no, no, no. I, uh, when they start initiatizing it or making an initiative, it's a tough word for me to say with false teeth. Um, you're going to see more, more and more businesses go to this. Okay? I say okay way too much on this show. 
And when more businesses do it, that's when the government will say, we're cutting off all these extra payments that we've been giving you. Because businesses are now open because the vaccine is mandated to all businesses. And if you don't get a shot, see, they're going to do that. The biggest carrot they've dangled to you is all of this money that they've given. $300 a week. That's the biggest carrot they can give you is free money. And they're about to yank it back along with the rent moratorium. Now, there is a story saying that they're pressing the Supreme Court this, uh, this week to let the eviction ban stand, which it is unconstitutional, by the way. But they're going to yank that back, too. The government doesn't care about you. They want their fucking money back. And you're going to go to work so you can earn and make taxes and pay to the government. And if you don't, well, you're going to get fired. And how are you going to eat? Because we're going to start locking down food stamps again. Or actually, we're going to offer them at a better rate. That way, you'll vote for us because we're giving you more money. And don't think that this is a left thing or a right thing. It's whoever has a power thing, and they just play it a little differently each time. Depending on the way you like to play, you'll go right or you'll go left. People People that you like that are in office right now, these new people, these these Dan Crenshaws of the world and things like that who earned everything he got by becoming a Navy SEAL, giving up an eye. I believe in guys like that. I, I, I believe in guys like uh, Marcus, uh, uh, oh, goddamn, Luttrell. His brother is running for Senate. I believe in those guys. Because you know that they've worked from something. They've started somewhere. Career politicians and career politician families, it's, it's just one generation into another. Anybody heard of the Kennedys? And now Nancy Pelosi's doing it, and now it's infiltrating everything like I talked about before. Donald Trump upset the system. Like the man, hate the man. I don't care. Do I think he did more good for America than bad? Yes, I do. And, and, and look, I'll say it. Do I think that Barack Obama, I think Barack Obama was 51% bad, 49% good. I, and, and I'm just being honest. And it's not because he's blind, not because it. George Bush was a te- George W. Bush the Jr., who I love as a human being. He had no clue. He's one of the worst presidents. He 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 rates low. I still like him though. But I can be honest in this. What did they do that was good for this country? W didn't do good until two th- 9-11 happened. And even after that, he was a dud. 
He was a dud after 9-11 fizzled out. Arnie, how can you say it fizzled out? Don't even come at me. Stop it. You realize that this is the 20th anniversary coming up? These are the kind of people that we should be putting in office, but we're too lazy. We're too, look, we're too lazy. We're too busy. It's it's not a cool election. Whatever. This is why people don't vote. And when you don't vote at lower levels, because the lower levels, some of those people have aspirations to run higher levels. And they know the right people. They aren't related to the right people, but they know the right people. And if the right people like them enough, then they'll move along with them. And this is why you got to stand up and, and you have to put these new people in office to break this cycle. Because until the cycle's broken, we're, we're done. We're going to be bitching about this shit forever. When I would much rather be just doing dick and fart jokes. I would much rather be talking about the jokes that I told today on TikTok, which Ogre wrote one of them. What's the first thing Michael J. Fox teaches his dog? To roll over. Do you think I'd say shake your dick? I mean, that one's just good. What do you call Taliban kids in a swimming pool? A bath bomb. And why can't Jesus play hockey? He keeps getting nailed to the boards. Believe me, I wish the whole show could be this. I really, really do. But I would be lying to you. I would be avoiding what's happening in our world and act like I'm not a part of this world. Mario Cuomo stepped down yesterday um, as governor of New York. Yesterday was his last day in office. And uh, I guess he, uh, he uh, what's that called? It, like, he, he let a bunch of murders out last night. He didn't pardon them. Yeah, new people in office for sure like this quote. You have to choose the right ones. See, that's the thing, Ogre. They started at a lower level, and they got people to believe in them, and they got into office. They ain't doing dick in office, but yes. Oh, I'll get, I've got news on Gavin. Douglas, I, I've, got news, I've got news on that. This guy is a scumbag. He took shot at far left Dems in farewell address. He's taking shots at everybody. And I do believe that he called himself still the, he still thinks that he is the governor. But do you know what this scumbag did? The movers got to the governor's mansion. And he left his dog behind. He left the dog behind and he said to staff, anybody want him? He's a rescue. Clemency, that's it, yes. 
Can you believe this guy? This guy has no class whatsoever. Zero. He left his dog. What kind of man leaves his dog behind? Oh, my God. That's terrible. Scumbag. All right, so I said I had news on Gavin for you. I do. I'd leave Bubba. Tell me you're a piece of shit without telling me you're a piece of shit. California State Audit Report that was <laughs> released. Oh, highlights huge mismanagement under Gavin Newsom. A release report by the California State Auditor last week highlights a glaring bunch of problems of mismanagement in key state agency. Uh, we describe uh, in the report seven risk statewide issues that include aspects of water infrastructure, information security, state management of COVID funds. Wow, that's a shocker. We also conclude that five state agencies meet our criteria for posing a high risk. The Department of Corrections, the California Department of Technology, California Department of Healthcare Services, Public Health, and the state teacher's retirement system. Finally, we have removed state oversight of K-12 funding from our state risk list because the state made sufficient progress towards controlling risk factors in that. Well, that's good. They, they, they dumped a bunch of money in the schools. For what? I don't know. But they did. <laughs> but everything else is a shitbag underneath him. Wow, that's weird that the teachers' union supported him so overwhelmingly. I'm glad this report is out and, and smarter people than me can break it down. But I think it's so great that they released this, what now, three weeks before the new the election? Oh, poor old Gavin. Poor, poor old Gavin. I shouldn't say that. He's a douche nozzle. <laughs> Now, speak, uh, this is the last story, and yeah, then we'll take a break, and then we'll get to uh, listener mail here. I don't know about you. I didn't know who Greta Thunberg, Thunberg was until about a year and a half ago. She's that little girl that won some kind of Nobel Prize because she wants to talk about the environment and shit. She has come back out and now says that the Biden administration not ready to act as seriously as we need on climate crisis. Well, hey, get ready. Get ready, everybody. I'm about to defend Joe Biden. Let me read the headline again. Biden administration not ready to act as seriously as we need on climate crisis. Well, may I be Jen Psaki for a second? We've been a little busy, a little cunt. I don't know if you've noticed, but America's kind of in the toilet right now, and so is the rest of the world. You see, we got this pandemic going on that's killing people way before your climate issue. And then, oh, all of a sudden we had all this craziness going on in Afghanistan. So we've been a little busy, little girl. Sorry about that. Sorry that we're not taking your climate change too serious yet. We will. 
Let, let us just get through these, these itsy-bitsy problems. You know, that global pandemic and all. Oh, she pled in March with the Biden administration. In March. That's a month and a half after moron got in. To treat the climate crisis like a crisis. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. This little 12-year-old girl got a sit-down meeting with the president of the United States of America? Whose daddy does she know? I mean, what kind of dirt does this girl have on people? She's 13. Is her daddy WikiLeaks? She's some kind of weird offspring of Julian Assange and Pam Anderson? I don't get it. How does this girl have so much power? I want power like that. I want to get a sit down with world leaders and give them my thoughts on my 13 years on this earth. Her making an out-of-nowhere gripe about Biden's efforts is equivalent of a randomly timed bikini selfie from Kardashian. I need to stay relevant. Oh, she's 18 now? I'm sorry. Okay. I, 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 I'm sorry. You've learned so much in five years there, Greta. I mean, it's seriously. Seriously, this little girl... I tell you what, if I was the owner of some big business that was polluting up the oceans and shit... And this little girl wanted to come in my office. Let me just tell you. Uh, let, 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 me, let me tell you something mean, Gene. I have, I have this one little word that I can use. No. Who didn't say no? I mean, honestly. She looks like a little down. <laughs> she, does, she, does, she has a little... Just maybe a touch. Just a, a, a small touch. No, he's not retarded. I, I know she's not, really. But she is... Uh, did I get rid of the Downsy sound effect? Dang it to hell. Oh. Oh, I can put it right there. Do I have it as Downsy or a little Downsy? Oh, there we go. Downsy. This one right here looks a little, a little downsy. Yeah, right there. A little, little, little down. She's, she's, got, she's on the spectrum. We could probably say that Greta's on the spectrum. She's like the rain man of rain. You know, hey, Charlie Babbage. Charlie Babbage, my brother. Biden's doing a bad job. Oh, it's going to rain. Oh, climate change. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe she's got it. I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure she's on the spectrum, too. Uh, that came out a few years ago. She's being used as a climate change spokesman because people responded to kids better when it comes to these things. How dare you? <laughs> I told you. I didn't know. I, I, I barely knew who she was a year ago. I don't know her biography. Has there been a Lifetime movie about her already, too? Has Meredith Baxter Bernie played her mother? (laughs) 
I mean, we're supposed look. If she's now 18, I should know about her. There's only a few people I knew about before they were 18. Britney Spears is one. The Olsen twins, for some odd reason, were another. I'd never had a countdown clock for Greta Thunberg. Oh, man. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the nerds that did, though? <laughs> oh, in some weird, creepy, dark web world that's out there. I hope you these. Oh, Greta Thunberg is about to turn 18. I then can legally masturbate to her. <laughs> oh, Thurnberg turns 18 and for fans only bans explicit material. Coincidence? Oh, that's too goddamn funny. Writing's not okay. that Okay, Addict to Brian just sent me something. <laughs> Please have stripper. Oh, there oh, she is. Thank you. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm going to have to keep this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I got to play this again with the right sound effect. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm so going to hell. Oh, my God. You don't even know what I'm about to do. Going to hell. <laughs> Is everybody ready? I'm ready. Oh. This is all wrong. I shouldn't be up here. I should be back in school, the other side of the ocean. Yet, you all come to us young people for hope. Oh, die! Oh, die! <laughs> that wasn't even the right one. This is the right one. Oh, this one right here. This is the one I wanted. <laughs> Where she goes. How dare you! Fuck you too! <laughs> That worked even better. Oh, yeah, we got to fucking keep that shit. <laughs> oh, that's why I sent it. This is all wrong. Oh, speak on, Greta. Because <laughs> you, look, man, look, I'm laughing about this. I'm not judging people on their choices of masturbation topics. We all have weird shit. I, I at one time thought Tori Spelling was attractive. We all go through our phases. We get it. And it's funny to judge people on it. Where's Kamala? <laughs> oh, where is that? Was that? <laughs> oh, I got rid of it. But wait, I can find it again. I can find it real quick. This is all wrong. Oh, that's not it. Damn it. Wait, wait. Oh, Addie Bryan has some for me. Boom. How dare you? There we go. 
Oh, man. This, this, this might be award-winning right here. Let me just tell you something, brother. Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. Oh. How dare you? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm going to have fun with that. How dare you? Okay, this is the one I want. <laughs> okay, I've got to work on sound effects at some point today. How dare you? Well, I tell you what, that right there, you know some geeks are fucking turned on like there is no tomorrow with that. Uh, she was homeschooled on her parents' sailboat for the last few years. She wasn't special. Your parents would have just pulled you out of school system, right? Hop on, bitches. This bus is en route to hell. you goddamn right it is. Oh, my God. It don't get any better than that right there. I tell you that right now. I didn't think I'd have that much fun with that story. She calls it... And, and Joe Biden is getting called out by a little girl. Boy, I'm, I'm sure that is sending fucking tremors through good old Putin and President Z. Oh, no. Oh, no. Greta's coming after us. <laughs> what the soundback needs is Greta saying, how dare you with a C calling to Ari about the goddamn common courtesy to give a reach around. Oh, there's so much I could do with that girl. Oh, if she keeps rearing her ugly head up, I'm going to have to just fucking dismantle it. Arnie, how dare you? She's an 18-year-old girl. She's a fucking adult now. I'm not the creeps that have been in the chat rooms having a wank to a governor. Uh, it's okay. You thought uh, Tori Spelling was hot. I used to think Antonio Sabato Jr. was hot until this morning when I saw him in a very compromising position with another dude. <laughs> oh, man. All right. We'll take a break here. 775-357-FANS uh, is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can write me there. And we are going to do listener mails next.
I'm not sorry I fell in love And I'm not sorry That you never cared enough It's just motion It's just time And every day We find ourselves a little further down the line I'm going to California show here on a uh, Tuesday. Hope that all your Tuesdays are going well so far. About to get the list from mail here in just a minute. Let you know uh, ArnieRadio.com is where you can get your tickets to my show happening at the Esquire IMAX Theater in downtown Sacramento Friday, September 17th, which is also my 50th birthday. So you can get your tickets right then and right there. It's, uh, it's time to do mail. And mail's brought to you by the good folks over at JS Floors, the best in the West. Let me tell you something about the rest. The rest of the, the, the flooring companies, they all have passwords to those weird Greta Thunberg sites. That's right, yeah, they frequent those. They might not follow her, but they follow her, if you know what I mean. And they do it on your computer. You know who doesn't do that? The fine folks at JS Floors. They come to your house and they put in floors. That's all they do. 775-267-4123. 
Now, now we have listener mail here, and I do believe the first one, um, first one or second one has a question in there. So, under uh, the amendments of the Arnie State Show, when I'm asked a question, uh, it's Ask Arnie time, and that means it is time to sing. Where did I put them now? Okay. There we go. All right, we ready for the first one here? All right, here's the first one. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, I wasn't ready for that. Hold on. Oh, Arnie, Arnie. people but it doesn't end there no no it doesn't i don't care about what you're creating my mbialic i don't want to see your ad i want to hear music Uh uh-oh i am somebody that you don't know but you're asking me things that i know and i'm like damn it's 8 a.m. Ask me on the street tight. Ask me online, it's out of sight. And I'm like, hey, you're okay. Because I don't want no coffee. I don't want no tea. Just give me Dr. Pepper. That's all that what I need. Uh-oh. And sticks and stones only break my bones. And uh-oh. And it doesn't end there. People, it doesn't end there. No, we just keep on going to the brand new one released just yesterday. This show is your show. This show is my show. From California to the great state of Texas. And if you like it, Tell somebody about it. 
He needs more fucking t-shirts. And now he's ready to answer your query. I just said query one more time. And you should ask him, ask him right now, before he goes and fucks that cow. Before he goes and fucks that cow. Bam. That, that shit just happened. I know everybody's blown away right now. You're like, Arnie, please take another break. Please take another break. I can't. I'm on fire now. I'm ready. V Coop says, uh, there's got to be some type of sex act called the Thunderbird. Thunberg. Like fucking a chick in the ass and shove an ice cube in her ass until it melts the icebergs. Well, uh, <laughs> that's an instant request. That, that almost counts as a listener mail right there. Off to the Urban Dictionary we go. Thunberg. Thunberging is a word in here. The propping up of mentally challenged children as representatives of an idea. <laughs> the, the accompanying question that comes up with it, have you seen the new toilet paper ad? They really thunderberging this kid with downs to sell it. Thunberging. I don't know. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I love you, Urban Dictionary. Oh, you wacky, wacky kids there. All right, first letter here. <clears throat> Let's go. Let's go. Let's get back to seriousness. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, dear Arnie, I've listened to you forever. Bunch of exclamation points. My parents got me started listening, and I haven't stopped. So with that being said, please don't judge me on this, but I have a question. All right. You see, my boyfriend and I have been together for a while, and he and I have talked about making a sex tape. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh. What are your thoughts about this? Have you ever made one? Well, that just ended the fucking conversation, right? Right on. Oh, my God. Please don't use my name because my parents will probably be listening to this at some point. Thank you so much for the years of entertainment, your fan, Blankety Blank. I hope that's not her real name. I mean, unless it's a boy, then then we got a whole other thing to talk about. But um, You've been together for a while for your boyfriend, and he just started talking about making a sex tape. Uh, v Coop says, also, good morning from the White Court, Alberta, Canada. Hey, what's up, eh? Good morning to you, you hoser. This show is fucking global. Man. Um, your boyfriend is it wants to make a sex tape with you, okay. Uh, I, I, blankety blank, I'm going, I'm going to hope or assume more hope that you're a girl. And I have to let you know this. 
and this is this is the God's honest truth. And when you get guys around other guys that they know really well, they'll all admit to doing this. If they're in groups where they don't know the guys that well, they won't admit it. But but we, we can I'll admit it. If you do this sex tape with your boyfriend, all his friends are going to see you. Are you ready for that? Uh, Addict to Brian, you're getting ahead of me a little bit. <laughs> Hang down, Jen says, yep, record scratch right there. She said sex tape. You continued to read and hit, have you, Arnie, ever made one? And I lost all concentration. I'm sorry, my friend, but the first thought was, dear Lord, I hope not. <laughs> yes, Katie Kirk never, ever responded to my pleas for a sex tape with her. Uh, but the honest to God truth is, blankety blank, his friends will see this. And this is like a secret that you have that you, you want to tell people, but you keep it a secret because it's not important to them. Okay, your secrets are not important to them, which means they'll tell it. Some people will hold it in. So I'm not saying everybody's like this, I promise you. But this is like a secret. He's going to share that with his buddies. One of his buddies is going to be able to get it and send it around. And then we can get to Addict to Brian because then it will end up somehow on the Internet. I mean, look, if, if you're down with that, if you're okay with that, and, and by the way, it goes both ways. You guys out there, you fellows that snap the fucking dick pics of yourself and, and you ship those around to gals all around town, guess what? All her friends have seen it, probably, and, and, and let me tell you a little bit about ladies. Ladies are a lot more ruthless than men will ever be, or men will even know how to be. And this, I'm using that as a complete compliment, because once they're done with you or they're mad at you, that dick pic is getting shopped around. Your girl or your wife, your spouse, your significant other, probably has an envelope full of memes of, of dick pics. And one of those is going to be yours. So don't even think that you skated, guys. But as far as blankety-blank goes, look, people that, that, that bitch and moan about their sex tapes, like celebrities, this is why you don't buy, uh, this is why it's bullshit. Kim Kardashian proved why that was bullshit because her mom was in on the fucking deal with them. They stole our sex tape. They Pam and Tommy's. That might have been stolen. I'll, I'll, I'll give them that because they were the first real ones. Boy, they made a hell of a lot of money on it. Tommy Lee is still buying shit with that tape. It... If you don't want your shit out there, then don't make that shit. As far as Migos concerned, no. I've never sent a dick pic, and I have never done a fucking video. I tell you this right now. If, if you know me, and your guy and I are friends, and you've sent something, I have probably seen it. 
Just saying. I wouldn't personally show anyone else a dick pic that I've reached uh, received, but my friend is a poly, and I have been uh, seeing dicks in her mouth, dicks in her hand, etc. I've seen a bunch of dicks. Yeah. You always make a jerk-off sex tape and get kicked out of Megadeth. So, yes, dicks are shared, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hangtown Jen likes the uppity bitch used by Ogre when describing Katie Couric. Yes, uh, blankety-blank. Look, if your parents had the good sense to turn you on to me and turn you on to my show, First of all, you should know that nobody would ever want a sex tape of me. And secondly, you know how I should feel on this. I Look, I'm not going to out anybody or things that I've seen. But if there happens to be a Carmex jar or some kind of bomb, one of those round bombs in front of the camera, if he, if he talks into, oh, I want to watch it on TV. Yeah, the red light. He, he's just covering up the red light. That's all. I hope when you make it, it's ethical porn. <laughs> and look, blankety blank, your boyfriend is going to promise you. Oh, I swear. Look, look, guys hate it when I do this, especially young guys. But I don't care because I'm old as fuck now. But I'm going to tell you all the truths. Your guy will beg and plead, okay? He's probably, look, it's probably a bet that he's got with one of his friends. He doesn't think that he's going to marry you, maybe. I don't know if you're in high school or whatever. I can't assume that you're that old. Blankety blank. Oh, baby, I'd never put that on the internet. No, no, I'd never do that. No, I'm not going to show it off to anybody. Oh, I swear, I swear. Yeah, motherfucker, please. Don't even. Don't even. Uh, it's like that scene in Reservoir Dogs when Quentin Tarantino's talking about Madonna and dicks all day long. Dick, 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 dick. And dude says, how many dicks is that? Harvey Keitel says a lot. Yeah. So, uh, look, you're asking me? No, don't do it. I'd probably want to maybe break up with this guy, too. That's the other thing. If I'm really, it, it, I, I don't want to share our most intimate times with anybody. That's a very, very immature guy, and, or, or I'm just not enlightened enough. But that's the way I feel about it. Two girls, one spitter. <laughs> uh, and the fact that you're using your name blankety-blank kind of says you know deep down it's not a good idea. You're 100% trusted your partner and yourself to keep this stuff private. You'd be hiding your name, especially here. This crowd is not going to judge you making a tape. Maybe search like hell on the old interwebs to find it and critique some technique stops. Exactly. Now, see, that shit's funny right there. That is funny. Yes, look, look, you obviously, you have some reservations. You wouldn't even give your real name because you're afraid. So, no, don't do it. You, this ain't, you don't have the wardrobe for this, hon. All right, next one here. Let's see. Let's get to Let's hope that they're all like that today. 
Oh, man. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, this one is from Anthony. It says, Arnie, I was yesterday years old. I hate that fucking phrase. I was yesterday, I was today's day old when I found this out. You should fucking open a book then. Sorry, Anthony. Uh, but, yeah, I was yesterday's old when I found out about your show and your upcoming stand-up show. Well, I shouldn't have probably shit on him so much there, should I? I take it all back, Anthony. That's my favorite phrase that people use out there. Uh, I went to your website, and I joined after I saw all the shows that you had available. Yeah, we got we got to be close to 1,000. There's got to be close to 1,000 shows up there. Um, wow, you've been busy. Yeah, it's called work. Mm-hmm. Um, while I was there, I saw that you're doing a show in SAC. I'm trying to convince my friends to come along with me. Can you give me a tease that will make sure that they go? Anthony, just raise your hand. If you say, hey, I'm Anthony that wrote the letter saying I was today's day old, you just fucking do that, and I, I, I guarantee you, your friends will love you forever because, Anthony, you will be my bitch that night. So, yes, you can go to ArnieRadio.com. Bring all your friends, Anthony. Anthony Radio. Hey, I'm, I'm that Anthony. Oh, fuck. Oh, you're today's day old, huh? Wow. You don't trend much, do you? You fucking jackass. See, I'll, I'll make fun of you. So, there you go. That's it. That, that's it. But you go to ArnieRadio.com. Click down, buy my tickets there, secure, all that kind of stuff. It goes right through their website. Boom, you got your tickets. Bam. And you don't want to miss this out. I I was running the show last night uh, before I went to bed. I couldn't fall asleep because I was laughing, honestly. So there you go. Uh, Arnie is carefully picking the shit he just flung all over Anthony. Like, yeah, here you go, pal. You got something right there on your face, my friend. Pal who signed up for ass. Oops. Oh, uh, all right. Next one here. Let's see. Um, Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I don't know if you saw the story about a week or so ago about the guy who beat another guy with, an, like, an axe. And then there was another story today about a guy in New York Oh, I'm sorry, in, in New York City? New York City! That's more like it. Who bludgeoned another guy with a hammer. And didn't Rick Moranis just get beat up too just walking down the street? Why are people so angry? Don't people have a way to blow off steam anymore except to assault their fellow man? Sorry for rambling, I just kind of needed to vent. That's from Martin. I had the story, uh, he, I, I think Addict Brian sent it to me too, like a couple days after I had it, about the guy who went on like some sort of crazy hatchet attack at an ATM. And there was a story yesterday that in New York, and it, this was like at, at a, a subway station or something, this guy just starts beating the shit out of another guy with a fucking hammer. And yes, it was New York where Rick Moranis got fucking... Punched in the face. The motherfucker hadn't been out in public in years. And he fucking goes out and some guy just fucking sucker punches him. 
Why are people so... No, they don't have a way to blow off steam because everywhere they go, they have to show a fucking vaccination card. People have been locked down and locked out of this country for the last 18 months. People don't know how to react like this because this is something we've never had to deal with. We have been told all your freedoms, all your liberties are on hold. And people like Arnold Schwarzenegger come out and say your freedoms, that, that's stupid. They don't mean shit. Arnold Schwarzenegger lost a lot of fans when he came out and said that. There's no, no, like, like let, let's see if I can, I, I, I want to pull this quote up. Um, and I, I want to I give it the justice it deserves. All right. Let's see if I can find this here. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Let's see. Okay, no, I don't want that. Detroit to Miami was taken over by eight passengers That's who demanded one million dollars. I don't one care about that. Here we go. Here's what he said. First of all, you have to understand that as soon as the virus happened, and we have uh, finally people, more and more people uh, from government have, you know, kind of acknowledged the fact that there is a virus. Uh, and they were kind of very late, may I remind you, in warning the people. But finally, when they did really? warn us and it did spread, and we had to kind of cancel our Arnold's Classic Sports and Fitness Festival in Columbus, and we were only allowed to have a limited crowd last March, uh, meaning a year ago, a year and a half ago, to social distancing, and to follow the washing your hands regularly really Great. affects a lot of people's lives. And uh, so now, cut year and a half later, we are still in a mess. And, uh, you know, there's still people that live in denials. There's still people that don't believe in masks. There's still people out there that say, well, we don't have to do social distancing and all this kind of stuff. And I just think that uh, people ought to be reminded over and over that the experts are saying that we have to wear masks, especially when you go indoor. The experts are saying we still should wash our hands regularly. We should still do social okay. distancing especially now with this new company. And uh, there is misinformation out there. And what I'm talking about, I've studied this issue 50 years. And the same is also with the virus. There are people that have been scientists out there to make the adjustments. I don't know where the hell but it I is. think people should know there is a virus here. It kills people. And the only way we prevent it is, is to get vaccinated, to wear masks, to do social distancing, washing your hands all the time, and not just to think of... All right, this is what he says. Fuck him. Um, we put the traffic light at the intersection so someone doesn't kill someone else by accident. You cannot say no one is going to tell me that I'm going to stop here at this traffic light here. Arnold, Arnold, you don't have a fucking right to drive in this country. See, this is the problem. You have a right to your health in this country. You can't compare getting the shot and your liberties and freedoms with things that 
now I want to find that because I, I, I want to fucking point out how fucking wrong this motherfucker is. Well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. No, screw your freedom. There it is. Because with freedom comes obligations and, uh, and responsibilities. Mm. You cannot just. No, 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 no. Your freedoms just come with freedoms. Say, I have the right to do X, Y, and Z. When you affect other people, that no. is when it gets serious. It's can, like can, no you show me that? Can, can you show me that, sir, in the actual Constitution? Can, can, can you show me that? Oh, you can't. Right. We put a traffic light at the intersection so someone doesn't kill someone else by accident. So this is why we have a traffic light. You cannot say, no one is going to tell me that I'm going to stop here, that I have to stop at this traffic light here. Great journalism there, because you could have called him out right then and there. But Arnold... You don't have a right to drive in this country. It's a privilege. Please show me in the Bill of Rights where it says you have the right to drive. Uh, I'll wait here for a while. Experts, that's fucking hilarious. I think he came out today, and I I don't know. Um, I don't know what site this is on. Uh, Let's see. I'll Google it real just quick. Uh... Uh, let's see. Um, D- Dr. Fauci says that uh, if enough people get vaccinated, we'll have this under control by the spring of 2020. So there, there he goes. We, we'll have an end to this at the spring of 2022. I'm sorry, did I say 2020? 2022. There you go. So that's one of the experts who said, not to wear a mask and goes on a long tangent about it. And now we're supposed to put on the mask as the experts and the data. What does the data show us? Smartest thing I've seen is something that a guy on Facebook named Brandon Siri writes. He writes every day about the COVID thing going on, especially in northern Nevada. And every 25 days there's something new. That happens. You see numbers go way, way down, and then they jump up. By the way, by the way, we're going through the exact same thing that Great Britain did. We have ten times the population they have, so it's going to take longer. Oh, this is getting to be so stupid that we're allowing – and that's the part that irritates me the most. Our our journalists – and I use that term very loosely – who don't call out anybody on their bullshit. And I don't care if it's fucking Rand Paul. I don't care if it's Anthony Fauci. I don't care if it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't care if it's a fucking liberal. Joe Biden, call them out. That is your job. Your job is actually to question authority. But, oh, I mean, I could sit, I and, and I would have fucking propped up. If I'm sitting there, yeah, I would have been star-studded or, or star-struck because I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger's interview. I'm interviewing him. But that would fucking snap me out of it. And when I go, uh, but Mr. Schwarzenegger, former Governor Schwarzenegger, I don't know what you want me to call you, Terminator. You do realize that the choice to keep yourself healthy is is, is an actual right. And that light at the intersection is part of a privilege. 
You can't compare them. Only two weeks left to flatten the curve. Yep. Mm-hmm. Go to the chopper. Make sure you wear your mask. Yep. Yeah, straight fire, you say it. Those who are willing to give up freedoms for security deserve neither. And the truth of the matter is, the more freedoms you want, the more securities you have to give up. That is the truth. You can't have an equal amount of both. That world just can't exist. You wish it could, but it can't. And it won't. So you got Arnold Schwarzenegger saying, screw your freedoms. Mm-mm-mm. But to get back to this listener mail, why are people acting out? Because they're heroes and people like that are, are, are saying stuff like this and they don't believe it. People are upset. People want to move on with their fucking lives. People don't want to have to show their papers to get into a fucking football game. They don't want to wear a mask to the grocery store. And for all you people who say, oh, it's no big deal, it's a mask. You know what? Fuck you. What is important to you that I can go ahead and say, well, that's not really that big a deal? My freedoms and my liberties are a pretty big fucking deal to me. Arnie thinking, don't say I'm Arnie 2. Don't say I'm Arnie 2. Hi, Governor, I'm Arnie (laughs) 3. Takes a foreigner in love with America who didn't grow up here to call out entitled spoiled babies. I, I look, he he's pretty spoiled and entitled. I think my 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 damn self, Arnold Schwarzenegger, telling people that screw your freedoms. Once again, the the world of bad optics come in. I've never seen so many pictures of his father in a Nazi uniform as I have. Lately on social media, a lot of them say Apple didn't fall far from the tree. Look, I think that's a guy. I, I think once again, you get these people that are in terrible situations and they put themselves in these situations. You know what everybody wants to say? You know what all the tough guys out there want to say? And, and I shouldn't say tough guys because then that would make me one of them. Look, we, we, we know what this does. It affects old people and people with health problems, okay? If you're not one of those people, okay, great. You don't have to wear the masks and shit like that. But don't go around those people. You don't want to – look, don't, don't go around those people, those people that have a problem and they don't want to get the vaccine. Okay, that's on them. Don't go around those people. I wouldn't go around them. Hell, I don't go around hardly anybody. But they're out in the world. Well, that's that's on them then again. Once again, to coddle society for the few? No. Mm-mm, I don't live in that world. I'm sorry, I just don't live in that world. I think it's bullshit that kids can't take peanut butter sandwiches to school. And I, I, I've gone on so many diatribes about that bullshit. 
But this is why we're angry. This is why people are reacting with fucking hammers in, in subway stations. Because we're fed up, man. We just want to live our lives. That's why. Uh, I like freedom too, but I have an ounce of co- coincidence uh, to realize it didn't come for free or cheap. That uh, Freedom requires constant responsibility to dumb it down. Let's use the classic comic book hero. With great power comes great responsibility. I understand what you're saying. I get it. We don't have great power. We just have freedoms. Freedoms isn't power. Freedoms is what we have. This is what, this is what makes us America, are these freedoms. And the more we strip back on the freedoms, say, well, we got to get along with others better. we got to do all this, but we have to do all this. No. I'm sorry. Remember when people were against masks and vaccinations, were telling sick people to stay home? Well, now, shoes on the other foot. The majority of people are vaccinated and saying, fine, fuck it. If you're not vaccinated, you stay home. But the anti-vaxxers are still being selfish and folding their collective arms. Look, look. Or the, the, the pro-choicers. I remember I, I said I was going to work on that. The pro-choicers, because maybe they're not anti-vaccination. They're anti-this vaccination, but... Whatever. Um, look, if 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 you have people that have issues, then yes, then it's it's never changed. It's never changed. Just because you got a vaccination, those people still have underlying health issues. They have the vaccination, which could protect them a little bit better. But let's remember this vaccination. It, it, it doesn't work all the time. It's not 100% effective. Was 93% effective was, was the highest it went. So it's not going to work all the time. So everybody who thought, oh, I'm getting this vaccination and it's going to keep me safe. You had more natural immunity to it than you did by taking this. And it doesn't boost up your natural immunity. Most normal people that get it didn't have underlying health issues. It was like a cold to them. And the millions and millions that tested positive for it, that didn't mean shit. That meant you tested positive for it, but you're asymptomatic, which means you're not going to get sick. Only 10% of the people who got COVID got sick. You start breaking down numbers and doing all this kind of stuff, you can make them as high and as low as you want. The number is the people that have died from COVID versus the population of America. That's it. That's the only two numbers that matter. And yet we closed down because it was killing less than a percent of Americans. We closed down everything. We ruined livelihoods. We abandoned freedoms willingly. Let the government tell us do whatever or to do whatever they want now. Oh, they want to change the whole way we vote? Go right ahead. Oh, you want to change this to where governors can tell you when and where to go, when to go, and how to go? Well, let's just mandate that. We gave into it. And this has nothing to do with Joe Biden. We gave into it under Donald Trump. 
I want you to think about that. Under Donald Trump, we gave in. And I don't mean we as a collective society. The powers that be caved in. This is why people are upset. I tell you what, I, I would trade where we are right now with, let's start over 15 years ago. I, I, I would be okay with that. Uh, then how does anyone feel about GOP governors saying individual cities or school districts can't enforce their own mask mandates. Well, because the, the schools are run by the state, and if it's illegal for the state, like in Texas, to enforce a mask mandate on all state campuses, then schools can't. Schools are getting around it, though. I'll tell you, Ogre, how schools can get around it is some school boards have just said, well, we're going to change the dress code. Now, they didn't have a meeting. They didn't form in parents about that, and I think that would be something you would want to be informed on if they're going to change rules all of a sudden. But they didn't. They just went and said, hey, now it's a part of our dress code as you wear a mask. State can't do anything about that. Not at all. And there have been at least five school districts in the Metroplex here that have done it recently. And everybody wants to come after, you know, DeSantis in Florida for saying he's going to go after teachers and, and educators who in their pay. Well, he can because, once again, the schools are run by the state, and that means they're state employees, meaning they are going against a, direct, a, a directive of the state. And it's going to cost them. I get that. It, look. You can make up anything. This is about COVID, and people are digging in when it comes to COVID and all this kind of stuff. If the state, if you work for the state of Florida, let's say, and Florida would be the dumbest state, so we'll, we'll go ahead and say this. If you work for the state of Florida and they said you cannot have blonde hair, I know that's stupid. I, I know it's dumb, but hear me out. And seven or eight teachers show up around the state. I know it's going to be more than that. And they have blonde hair. Well, then the state can choose to tell them you need to either change your hair back or we're not going to pay you anymore. That's exactly what this is. The state, the, once, look, and now I have to stand behind businesses. If this has been approved by the FDA, you can look, y'all can bitch and moan all you want. It's been approved by the FDA. Yes, the same lady who approved opioids and is a big part of the opioid problem. I've seen the stories, I've read the stories, I know her. She approved this. Now businesses can ask for this. We allowed that to happen. It's why uh, we banned smoking in public. I don't give two fucks if you want to fuck over your own lungs but it can directly affect me and that guy over there, that family over here. When your health behavior directly affects everyone, 
then it's no longer a matter of children's definition of freedom. It's called realize the big problem. I should stop being a selfish douche and cowardly, hiding behind a vague, non-confided idea that it's not actually in the Constitution. Well, let me just say this right now. The people that have banned outdoor smoking, I think, is the most ridiculous thing to happen in this country ever. You're outside. That, to me, is, is, is beyond childish because my, my health matters more than anything. Your health matters more than my happiness. We can debate that. If your health is more important than my happiness, I might as well just blow my fucking head off. Uh, uh, the, this whole idea, this whole thing, thinking that we could do anything against this COVID fucking virus. It is a pandemic. What they didn't tell you, it was airborne in the beginning. The masks do nothing. Smoke doesn't go in, well, contain like headphones. If I turn my headphones up loud enough, other people can hear them. This whole idea that we have to control the whole world as a bubble. Then we have to give up cars. The, I, I guess with all combustion engines, they have to go because they put a ton of shit in the air. Some asshole driving a piece of shit Ford the other day who every time he revved his engine, big black cloud of smoke came out. I had to breathe that in. Should I report him and ban him from driving? Or do I just roll up my windows? This is kind of like that argument. And, and I know, look, look, here, here's the thing. I know that I'm on the wrong side of the argument because I'm on the Lewis C.K. side of it. I'm masturbating on the phone with some girl that works in my comedy office or whatever. She can hang up. I'm not saying what I'm doing is good. I'm not saying that smoking is good and everybody should smoke. But until we stop looking at the Constitution of America like we look at the Holy Bible, because the Holy Bible was written by a man or many men, and how many ways is that interpreted? So is that the way then the Constitution is to be looked at as we just interpret it? And who interprets it? I'm just wondering. I mean, the government then can just go and change it whenever they want. We're giving up all these rights. Happily, willingly giving up all these rights. Keep going. Hey. More than half my life is over. I'm almost done on this planet. And, and I couldn't be happier. What kind of world are we leaving? People like Greta Thunberg, as much fun as we had with that little girl, they are going to be running the world someday. They are, put, they are positioning her right now. 
Do you want it to be illegal to use a gas-powered car in this country? Keep it up. Like smoke are the ones who get sick of that uh, of the shit and the pass the laws you don't like. Everybody passed the laws we don't like. Not everybody likes the laws. See, this is the problem. This is the problem is that there's no one group. See, it, it's a bunch of subgroups that keep invading other groups instead of just staying in your own lane. I mean, the whole idea is that we are a country that we were built on these quote-unquote foundations and these morals by these framing fathers, because you can't call them founding fathers, or I don't know, founding framers, because that's not politically correct. This country used to be a fun place to live in. But now we got people, and this is all due to this letter here. I haven't lost where we are. I know that we're in the middle of the mail. But a guy loses a dream job, no matter what it is, this time it's on jeopardy for something he said eight years ago. That wasn't politically correct now. Eight years ago, it was a ha-ha funny. It was a joke. Now this guy doesn't get to host jeopardy. Now he doesn't have the right to host it, but you're taking someone's lifelong ambition away for something they had freedom to do eight years ago? Let me tell you a little story. A little show that I was on. Um, during, and, and uh, I'm, I'm going to tell the story at length here. At the time, the Clinton administration was in office. Yes, that's right. I've been on since the Clinton administration. And doing the kind of show I did, I am very socially liberal when it comes to, like, the arts and shit like that. Not like throwing shit against the wall and saying that's art. But making people laugh on a daily basis, coming up with new stuff, that is an art form. And I'm pretty damn good at that art. And I want to be allowed to do my art. Now, now I know there are limitations because I'm on the quote-unquote public airwaves. And that's where I start to give up my freedoms, willingly. I'm not above any of this. I'm not saying that I've never given up any of my freedoms. I'm a part of the problem, too. But we were doing jokes and thing then that we could get away with because there were liberals in office, and that means they had liberal people in the FCC, meaning we could go as far as calling people assholes on the air, calling people dickheads. I know, think about that now. Think about that, and everybody goes, that's just a shock. No, 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 that wasn't just being shock jocks because we were not really shock jocks. And... We told some really, I mean, we pushed the boundaries. And we got fined by the Federal Communications Commission. Right around six figures. 
for two incidents, and they could have nailed us for 11. They just did the bits. They didn't do the the sub-bits, the bits inside the bit. The one thing we get, one of the things we got fined for were the 10 new sexual acts they're doing in college. And we didn't go into them, we just named them. And, and, and I, I was told explicitly before that show, you and you do not describe these things or even comment. Because the leader of the show did it and said where the people actually were. Well, this is when someone is in this uh, upright position. He worded it geniusly. We did that. And then we had this bit that we did each and every week. I'm sorry, we didn't do bits, we did segments. Um, we had this thing where Bill Cosby at the time, who was still loved in this country, Hold on, I got an idea about Bill Cosby. Hmm. But he did a show called Kids Say the Darndest Thing. And I do the I would do the voice of the little boy and I would do the voice of Bill Cosby. What do you got to say? Daddy says that, you know, uh, he has something long and hard and full of semen for me. Uh, a submarine. Okay. Got away with it. Got away with it. Got away with both of them. That is, until it aired on a best of show. That happened to be playing during the W administration. And the W administration, this was after, way after uh, Janet Jackson. But the W administration had a little, little a harder grip. Actually, no, actually, this is, uh, I, I'm not, I think it was right around the same time, whatever. They had a stronger grip on things. And one person complained. One. He complained, and he used the tape of the original show. Found this out because there was a commercial that aired, or a, a promo or a bumper that aired, leading us into that, that we only used that time. It was not used during the best of time. He had, a, he had, he had originally recorded it back when it was legal because he sent it in back then, and they said, no, it's fine. They were vague enough. He resubmitted it to the Federal Communications Commission. A man who threatened the lives of the members of that show repeatedly and to spouses of that show repeatedly. There was a stack of letters that was a file to the FBI on this guy. The FCC knew about that. They took the case and fined us for those two bits due to it running again, which he did not have the recording of, because I don't think that it ever really did play again. That was what he said. And the FCC fined us. 
And do you know who paid that fine? The corporation? Um, no. The, the station itself, did they pay it? Oh, I know who paid it. Insurance. That was before that kind of insurance came out. <sighs> 98 Rock Pay It, the, the station itself? No. No, we paid it. We paid it. That's who paid it. We paid it. All for the opportunity to stay on the air and give up our rights Willingly, happily, happily, it was the happiest fine I ever paid, and I gave those rights up. And we've and, and the more that you give up, the bigger things they start chewing for. It's not entitled to keep proven, documented hazard like smoking from being forced upon others' lungs. It's not being forced upon your lungs. We don't look. There's no smoking in restaurants anymore, movie theaters, airplanes, which was the biggest joke in the world. They don't have smoking in any of those places. Where do you go now? Where, where do, do people that should then let me ask you this, Ogre, before I read all this. Should smokers, should smoking be illegal in this country? Should it be? I know plenty of people that are, um, who are overloaded the country or burned out from the overload. Getting a third booster is fine with me. I plan to do it. It's a whopping two hours of my day. Remain healthy and consider that to others. But you're right. It's so much easier to say, fuck you, my freedom, than fuck it, get rid of my murder laws, speeding laws. No. No, it's not anything like that. Imagine, Ogre, imagine if people were telling you you couldn't get it. No, you can't get it. Wouldn't you be claiming your body, your rights? Uh, I was at an airport and this whore was smoking right next to a no smoking sign. Then you know what? Ogre, this is what you should have done. You should have reported her. That's a federal crime. You could have taken somebody down federal. I would have. I'm not saying you're being a coward for doing I'm not coming after you at all. If I saw somebody smoking in an airport, I would think that there is some kind of fucking reward for that. If you're dumb enough to fucking smoke in an airport, you are dumb enough to win stupid federally fucking funded prizes. Smoke at your home, knock yourself out. It's your home. If you're renting, then willingly give up your security. Absolutely. I agree with that. But, but, but the problem is you can't even smoke in your own car anymore. And are the rates of rapes and murders higher than COVID? I'm curious. Uh, I don't know. Well, let's see. Rapes and murders, uh, they, they, they're up. Look, look, if you want to believe that all the COVID numbers, the guy who got beheaded on a motorcycle – or the 14,000 people that were in hospice all died of COVID. You go ahead. Look, I don't care. That's fine. If you want to believe those are all COVID deaths, go ahead. If you want to get the shot, go ahead. 
I'm not going to tell you what to do with your body. Okay? See, that's freedom. Go ahead. Get, I got the shot. If they determine Johnson Johnson needs a booster, which they're saying they're, uh, they don't know, except their shareholders are like, hell yeah, we know we want that fucking booster because we get more money. I'll probably get it. Do I want to get sick? No, I don't want to get sick. You know why? Because I don't like being sick. I had a 99% chance of fucking surviving this without the shot. But I took the shot. You know why? Because I didn't want to be hassled. I didn't want to have to be told I got to wear a fucking mask anymore. I didn't want to be controlled. So I have my paperwork that now I have to willingly show and will and will still be told I've got to put a fucking mask on. So why in the fuck did I even get the shot? That's the questions. But I don't want to ask those questions. You know why? Because I did it. I decided to get the shot. I saw all this shit coming. The passport thing, all this shit coming. And I still got the shot. I knew the passport wouldn't work. Mm-mm-mm. And this, Rebecca, who wrote the letter, this is why people are upset in this country. So there you go. Next one. Let's see. Uh, let's get back to the mail over here. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up, it's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie, I just wanted to say, uh, keep the jokes coming. I fucking love them. I really appreciate them, especially on the weekend. What made you think of doing this idea? Because these are all the same kind of jokes that my dad told to all of his buddies when I was a kid. I would sneak into the garage and hear these guys laughing and laughing. And when I hear your jokes, it takes me back to when I was a kid. And I wanted to say thank you for that. Please don't let TikTok or Instagram or any of them places silence you. If you tell them, they'll be there. Thank you again, Benny. People got vaccinated in the first place, documented we'd be done by now, but no, people had to be fucking children about it. Well, ogre, okay, look, look, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to this. I mentioned this earlier. The people that aren't vaccinated, they aren't all Trumpsters. You have to remember, 85 million people voted a guy and gal into office who said no, they won't take the vaccine on the campaign trail. 85 million Americans said those are our picks to be in office. And then once they get in office, they say, well, of course, take the vaccine. What changed your mind? What changed your mind so quickly? Is the scientific data there now that wasn't there when you were on the campaign trail? All of a sudden you say, no, no, I'm going to get the vaccines before I even get in office. 
I mean, Joe Biden, he did lie about that, right? I mean... When you and I talked last, we talked about, it's one thing to have the vaccine, which we didn't have when we came into office. But you did. But a vaccinator. How do you get the vaccine into someone's arm? Well, you, you, you put it in shot form like you got, Joe. Nine days before you took the oath of office. Okay, but now, even though you said previously that, you would not trust anything that Donald Trump had his hands in. Or was that Kamala that said that? And those people voted them in office. This is exactly like, uh, let, 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 let me just say it. Fuck it, uh, go over the rest of the world because you refuse to think of other people one goddamn ounce. Have a great life. All right. I thought we were having spirited debate here. Think of other people. Okay. Think of other people before your own self. Always. No matter what. Okay. All right. Meaning you don't think about yourself at all. You enjoy that life. When you bottle up all that rage from not getting your way and not doing the things that you want to get to do every now and then, and I'm not talking about all the time, I'm talking about every now and then. You bottle all that up. And when it blows up and you're on a fucking clock tower somewhere, don't say, don't come crying to me, Argentina. Because you're the one that chose up to give up everything that you wanted to think of other people all the time. Uh, Israel has a vast amount of their population vaxxed, but they still had an outbreak of the vaccinated. Look, let's just move on with the show, shall we? It's sad that something like that had to happen. But, okay. I, I'm not going to, look, hey, everybody's entitled to their opinions. They are. Uh, all right, let me, let me go back to this letter here. Uh, I just want to say keep the jokes coming. I fucking love them. I really appreciate them, especially on the weekend. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, he, I, okay. Where did I get the idea to do these jokes? I got the idea from all these people that were telling these really shitty dad jokes all the time. It made me always think about my dad, too, Benny. That my dad told these kind of jokes. He told dirty jokes. My dad didn't tell the stupid, corny-ass jokes. The, the why-the-chicken-cross-the-road bullshit. Wait, 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 wait. I, for one, think, I, I thank Ogre for his opinions. I, I've never said that it has to be my opinion or others. He gave his point. I gave my point. Um, I don't think we need to be jumping on him so much. Well, he was arguing their points, and, and they were arguing their points. Th- that's what we do. That's what a spirit debate, I'm not saying I'm right, he's wrong, he's right, I'm wrong. I'm not saying that. Um, I think that escalated quickly. N- not on my part. Not on my part whatsoever. I mean, look, look, there were some names that I didn't even read off in there that were being said. Now, were those directed at me? I don't know. It didn't seem like it, but it kind of did. Did I call one name? 
and I think I'm pretty good at name calling. I, I think I did a, a pretty down-the-middle job there. He's been a solid voice on this show for a long while. Yes, I agree with that. Clear heads, minds will prevail, I hope. Well, I, I don't know how much more clear my mind could be. Respect him for his opinion, but can't claim uh, one thing if he's doing the same to another. I did call him a little bitch and entitled. Okay, I, I didn't. Bad part is we will never know the truth behind this. Uh, I specifically, I, I'm not, oh, I, I know, I'm just reading this, and I don't, I, I, I'm reading it as other people would be reading it. I think the whole thing got heated, uh, all of y'all. Not me, I didn't contribute. <laughs> there you go. I, I, look, I, I have no ill will towards his feelings and his thoughts. I disagree. See, see this is the thing. This is the thing I preach about on this show. And sometimes I do feel like I'm preaching at you, and I don't want to. That kind of debate, I love that shit. That's what used to make us great as a country. I love the back and forth. That is what makes us America. Oh, I, I mean, that to me, I didn't find anything wrong with that. Maybe, I, I don't know if Ogre was getting heated. I was not getting heated whatsoever. I don't think that there should be restrictions on your freedoms. And look, 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 look. As far as the lady smoking... I think the, or at the airport, I think, yes, absolutely turn her ass in. That's a federal crime. Now, when it comes to outside, I think it is stupid. But guess what? It's illegal in places. Cities put up sign, no smoking here. And if you're smoking there, you're violating the law. And I stand for the law. I can think that that law is dumb as shit. But hey, it's the law that they put in place, that the people I elected put in place. And once again, fucking flag down a cop. Oh, wait, we're firing cops all over this country. So let let me say on behalf of Ogre, and I'm not talking for you, If he's out in public in a public area and there are signs up that say no smoking, then motherfuckers shouldn't be smoking there. As dumb as I think that is. But once again, I'm allowed to think that. That doesn't mean I'm going to do it. That used to be a thing, like when you go to a baseball game, you you would sit in, in, in the stadium, and there was a smell of smoke in that stadium. Okay? Now, at an outdoor stadium, you don't, you can't smoke there. The smoking sections are outside the gates. You cannot smoke in any seated area. 
And by the way, if you do, you will be kicked out. Because that's the law, as dumb as I think the law is. It's the law, and people like Ogre are right. I'm not trying to kiss his ass right now to get him back. I still think that those are stupid, stupid laws. You're outside for fuck's sake. I agree debate is disagreeing with each other as pure as America. As for vaccine goes, I'm with Trump on this. I say, yes, keep your freedom. It's your right as an American, but get your fucking shot already. Hey, man, if people want to get their shot, they can get their shot. If they don't want to get their shot, don't get your shot. And once again, once again, let me say this. It has nothing at all to do with science or even health. My, my thoughts. This will not be over until the government tells us it's over. Okay? That's when this will be over. Dr. Fauci says we got to keep wearing the mask. People got to get vaccinated. It's going to be spring of 2022. Let's see. We got September, October, November, December, January, February, March, April. That's eight more months. That'll be over two years. When do the lockdowns start? When do we cripple all the mom and pops over this? It, it, until, the, until we do what the government says. The government wanted us at 70% by July. We missed it by a month. And now this crazy pandemic is rang, r- raging on. If the Republicans take the House back in 2022, watch how fast, well, it'll be 2022 with the vaccine. It'll be over by then. And the Democrats will have solved everything. There we go. We figured it out just now. I'm just explaining why I think Ogre would have reached uh, the way he did and just left in normal debate. He is armed with facts, and he would have debated you, Arnie, toe-to-toe, I'm sure, but situation was turned. But, but that, see, that's the thing, Hangtown Jen. Everybody has a voice on this show. Christopher has a voice. You have a voice. Mike D has a voice. Brady Kidd has a voice. I have a voice. Ogre has a voice. And if we disagree with each other's on, on this, I'm going to read it. And, and I didn't read a lot of the disagreements that were going on there. So, hey, that, that's just it's like being thrown at in baseball. you got to be ready for it. Has uh, home answered a question, if you have the vaccine, why are you worried about others? It works for you, right? Uh, this is like bizarro world. Yeah, that look, it's weird. But, yes, you're right. If you can fart, it goes through the, your underwear, your pants, you can still smell it. Go ahead and keep thinking that your mask is worn over and over without washing. It's working. Uh, really true or false vaccination people can still spread it? Yes, that is true. Mm. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sadly, I'm not going to read this text. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes. So who is it helping? See, nasty. I, the rich. I, I mean, honestly, the rich and, and you know, I'll, I'll, see, nasty. You know who? That's you know, that's a that's a great fair question. Who is this helping? To me, this is more of a mind fuck than anything. It's helping a lot of people because now that there's a vaccine out there, because this one makes this such a great question, vaccine. This is a vaccine. This is not a remedy. Okay, the vaccine protects you from it, but you're not immune to it. It doesn't help anyone. Look, it, it might. I don't. I, I don't know if it doesn't help anyone. But yes, it is ninety nine point nine three survivable. If you think this is about science, once again, remember that stat ninety nine point nine three percent. That means you have a zero a point. I think it's actually one more point in there. See, nasty. But point zero zero seven chance of getting this or dying from it. But we close everything down because it's this pandemic. It's awful. My wife has been really ill for months and no idea what's wrong. How many, uh, Stackhart, God bless you, uh, how many times a day do they check her for COVID, if you don't mind me asking? I knew a guy that was in the hospital. I mean, granted, it was Florida. Totally unrelated. Total, no, no symptoms of COVID, no nothing. They checked him in the hospital. He had stayed in the hospital for like three days. They checked him nine times. Nine times in three days they checked him. Mm. Douglas says, I thought this was a city. It is. It's still a city. Okay, let me ask, did, ask family. Did I not make this a safe place to disagree? I'll, I'll ask. is, did I not make this a safe place for, for disagreements? Yes, it is a safe place. Thank you, Christopher. Yes, you did. Okay. I, I just want to make sure. I'm not sure why Ogre got all mad. We disagree all the time. Yeah, I, I, I don't get it either. Uh, let's see. Um, now that you need uh, going to need boosters, this is looking more like a flu to me. Well, that's because it is. This is a virus. It's just like the cold virus. It's just like the flu. I mean, we've eradicated the flu because the flu isn't around anymore. But, yeah. Uh, people are sending good vibes. Uh, Stackar's way. He says, Doc's told her don't take the shot. 
because of it, and I went on leave. I have shot, but don't want her to get. Uh, she checked every time she goes into the main hospital. Christopher says, I don't know how you can say the vaccine isn't helping anyone, Kale. You're simply wrong. I'll say it b- this way. It's helping people with, their, with the issue in their head. Is it helping phys- people physically? We don't know. With such a high, if if ninety nine percent of the public got this, and then we came out with the vaccine and it cut it in half, then we can go, okay, the vaccine's working. We have a ninety nine point nine three percent chance of surviving, and I believe you have a ninety nine point one percent chance of even getting sick from this. Okay, I think those are the numbers. Um, there's no way to tell if it's actually physically working. This is all about mental working. That's what it's about. So it, I, I, I would have to say that, yes, I agree with Christopher. It is working. Not the way that everybody wants it to work, but it's working. Uh, it's safe. That's why I'm venting here. Sorry, ass family. I just don't want to play the COVID game anymore. I understand. I don't want to fucking, I don't want to talk about it anymore on this show. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. I have COVID of COVID. Now we're talking about safe spaces, right? I, I mean, look, yes, Arnie, you made a safe place, but then again, you can't control the barrage of disagreements in the chat box. So, Moderating live stream can be difficult. Again, I think uh, the pace of the situation. Better be pissed off and pissed on. Uh, Yes, you always do, as long as people don't get too personal and name call that person. Uh, It's all good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, See, that's the problem with debate today. Someone throws up an opinion and push it as fact. Debates are about feelings over facts nowadays. Sad, yes. And there's no actual test for the Delta COVID. No, look, look. Once again, once again. You ain't got to get a vaccine. You ain't got to. I, I, I will not think any more or any less of you. Okay? If you do get the vaccine, I won't think any more or less of you. I accept you and the choices that you make. If you start to make choices that I don't agree with anymore, then I will remove myself from the situation. I will not tell you to change the way that you live your life. Okay? You know why? Because who the fuck am I? If I have a problem with you, that's my problem. Now, if you're assaulting my child... Then I will go to you. But if you're beating your own kid and, and or, or, or doing something I don't agree with, I'll remove myself from the situation. I'm not going to tell you to. Think about how cocky that sounds. If you don't change, then I ain't going to be your friend no more. Okay. Okay. That's one way to do it. I choose to do it the other way. I don't like your ways, so instead of you changing for me, I'm just going to take myself out of the situation. 
and move on and hang out with people, do things and think things or, or say things that I like. I'm, I'm not judging you. I'm judging me. I'm taking myself out of the situation. Uh, Mike, ding, ding, ding. Uh, see, that's the problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And when you go to the hospital, either yes, COVID or unknown. Unknown means positive. That's right, Batty. It takes H1 and one SARS and the other for coronavirus as well. All right. So there you go. All right. Next mail here. Let's see. Let's see. Let's get back into the, the quirkiness of this show. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie, I know you usually don't play the game fuck, kill, and marry on your show. No, I don't. So I wanted to try one out on you. You know how the game goes, right? You have to fuck one. Yeah, I, I get how the game goes. You have to choose to fuck one of the the terrible choices, kill one of the terrible choices, and marry the other terrible choice. I, I understand how the game works. And I'll gladly play along. Here you go. Jen Psaki, Kamala Harris, and Hillary Clinton. Cheers. That's for Mark. Um, yeah, I'm going to marry Hillary. Let, let me choose this one first. I'm going to marry Hillary because then I'll be safe. I will be one of the safest people on the entire planet. And she's going to let me fuck around on her. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. I have never, ever said to someone, if you don't change, then I'm not going to be your friend. But I do back off. Remove myself from what I'm doing, agree with. If that changes the dynamic of our friendship, so be it. But you do you, and I'll do me. If along the way our paths parallel, yes, absolutely. And hey, hang on, Jen, this is why you and I are friends. We're friends outside of the show. I heard that Kamala is good at downtown. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. That that one's going to be the one that, that, that ends up, and I'm not going to tell anybody. Yeah, Kamala Harris, that's one you fuck. And Jim Pisaki, you, you serve no good. You serve no good except for fucking my lust of blood. Sorry, you got to go down for that one, honey. So, so Mark, yeah, that was that was awful. Oh, God damn. Mm-mm-mm. But, yes, uh, thank you. Thank you very much, Mark. I appreciate that. See, I learned a long time ago that when you find people that are more like you, and I don't mean look like you or sound like you, but have ideas like you, live their lives kind of the way that you would live your life. Those kind of people get along. And they become friends, and they, they, they stay friends for a long time until if something happens, they go their separate ways. It's what happens. This is why I associate with myself with those kind of people. I don't want to be around people that are are, are are bad people that are evil that that hurt other people 
in the name of fun. I, I don't want to be around those people. So I don't, I, I don't associate with them because I, I don't, I, I don't want to hurt people. I mean, the people I want to hurt are people that deserve it, like the people that don't know to push the shopping cart the way you fucking drive a car on the right side of the aisle. Those people should be assaulted. But I digress. Hang on, look, man, and that's what makes people in their tribes and things like that. And sometimes people change their ideals and, and they want to challenge a tribe. And the tribe is like, look, we haven't changed our thought process. Cheers to you for, for changing yours. There you go. Seems as if uh, one had a loophole, because if you had to marry Hillary, you don't have a kill her uh, built in. Like, that should have been fuck, marry, and suicide. <laughs> I, I don't think if I married Hillary Clinton, I mean, Bill's gotten away with everything, and Bill knows everything. Or at least he thinks he knows everything. That's why he's still married to her. Well, if they would have got separated, Bill would have been killed a long time ago. Or, I'm sorry, he would have been suicided a long time ago. And little Chelsea, she knows everything. That's why she's at Mama's side all the time. She knows everything that's going on. Oh, what that girl's been privy to, I feel terrible for her. She had to marry some guy coming out of theology school. That that's that that's the study of religion, by the way. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, let's see. You'll go here. Uh, huh. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie. Uh, this is from Nicole. Oh, oh, hello there, Braddy. Uh, why? I don't believe these people are fat there. Are they starving there? They should only be available in America. We are experts at what tastes good and what doesn't. Oh, it's another thing. Oh, my God. Whoa. Krispy Kreme has unveiled new donut waffles. But the problem is you'll never probably be able to try them because they're only being sold in Indonesia. Why? Why? I I want I want donut waffles. This is the same thing that goddamn KFC is doing with chicken skins. That's right, just the skin off the fried chicken. They released that in Thailand and the people went berserk for it. Of course they did. It's KFC skins. They're redoing it. They're running it again there in Thailand. I want that shit here. KFC skins? Are you kidding me? If you thought I was fat before, you give me some KFC, oh my God, chicken and waffles. Give me a couple of these fucking Krispy Kreme waffle donuts and some chicken skins. Who daddy? I am running around covering myself in baby oil now. This is the greatest combination that we will never get in this country. 
Oh, addict Brian, I don't remember. Uh, be careful talking about Hillary. You might suicide yourself. Uh, why would Thailand get the chicken skins before us? We're the fat, unhealthy Americans. You goddamn right we are. Uh, Arnie dripping that chicken skin in that gravy. Oh, yeah, the gravy. Oh, man. That rant, uh, rant reminds me of South Park episode where Cartman eats all the chicken skins from KFC buckets. Oh, yeah. Where they're getting the illegal KFC. Oh, man. If they were to release those, package them. You could see, man, you could sell those things at grocery stores. You want to talk about breaking sales records? KFC would dominate McDonald's. We'd all be like, Ronald who? Good God. Can that sounds so good. I don't know why we don't get this shit in America. So, mm-hmm. There you go. All right, next one here. Let's see. Welcome to Mail Call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, as a fellow Cowboys fan, I have to say that I disagree with some of the things you've said about the team and Dak and Zeke. Okay, a lot of people disagreeing with me. That's fine. I believe that if Dak can stay healthy, he has a couple of Super Bowls in him. If they can teach Zeke how to not fumble, then I think Emmett's records of all-time yards are in trouble. I'm sure you're going to tear this apart, but that's just me. I, too, miss the glory days and can't wait until they return. How about them Cowboys? From Daryl. Um, um, hey, I, I, I'm glad you're an optimistic Cowboys fan. If you think a guy who had a bone sticking through his fucking skin last year will ever be the same quarterback that he was before, which was the better version of him because he wasn't broken at that time. Okay. I'm glad you're a fan of Dak. I think he's a super nice kid. That's all. There's nothing wrong with him. He's a talented guy. He plays in the NFL. Is he an elite-level quarterback? Is he going to win the Super Bowl? I say no. I didn't really see a lot of it even before the injury. I see even less of it now. You're an optimistic Cowboy fan. I don't want him to fail. I I want him to win. I want him to prove me wrong. Uh, optimistic Cowboys fan equal delusional. Optimistic Raider fan equal delusional. Yeah. When uh, you can you wave your foot, then an MVP Super Bowl winner, uh, you you crazy. Uh, look, look, look. Yeah, if you can wave your foot. <laughs> yeah, you ain't winning one. I get what you're saying. If your foot's waving at him like that thing was doing, you ain't going. I want him to. As a Cowboy fan, of course I want him to. I've rooted for Zeke Elliott since day one. I found out recently that he tried to sue a guy over a trademark. And the trademark is the whole feed me thing. 
And the other guy who has the, who's been using it is a guy who used to be in the WWE, and now he's doing independent circles and mainly podcasting and stuff. His name is Ryback. Not, not many people, uh, wrestling fans will remember the name Ryback. Ezekiel Elliott went after him after trade, trying to trademark the, the phrase, feed me. Because, you know, you got to have a fucking trademark in the game. He's focusing on trademarks and not carrying the football. I have a problem with that as a Cowboys fan. The trademark of feed me is more important than learning how to carry a football in the NFL. Uh, the preseason dreamers, every team has them. In Ninerland, uh, Lance is going to start and become an elite year one. Embarrassed. Oh, yeah. The kid who went to North Dakota State. Well, how's that? how is that working out for you there, Carson Wentz Jr.? That's where Carson Wentz went. Cowboys have a tough game week two. I, I don't even know what the schedule is. is that, we, we, do we play the Chargers? Terrible fucking wrestler Ryback was. Oh, you're right about that, Travis. He was awful. He was fucking stiff as shit in the ring. He was stiffer than Scott Steiner. That's saying something if you know wrestling. But, yeah, he has a trademark. He has a thing that he goes by, feed me more. Feed me more. And the patent office came back and said, look, you can't trademark a phrase that's within another phrase. And they threw it out. Sure do bolt up. Ryback sucks. Vince dumped him like a box of rocks because he was too much of a risk. Yeah, he was hurting too many people. Ryback is still, I mean, he's still fucking jacked as shit. I see him all the time on social media and stuff. But as far as Zeke Elliott goes to this letter writer, look, I'm a Cowboys fan. I want him to have a good year. I'm always optimistic about the Longhorns. I'm I'm sure they're going to disappoint me again. But I, I'm, I, I'm seeing a great year for the Longhorns. I don't know why. Oh, our running back, that's why. And our new coach. But, hey, I've been proven wrong before with that. As far as the Cowboys go, uh, I'm going to be a very hopeful fan, and I'm sure they're going to get my hopes up, and they're going to win some games. And then they're going to come crashing down because our quarterback is broken. Yeah. I'm not saying he's a bad guy. I'm not saying he's a, he's a puss or he's he's weak. He's broken. When you got a bone hanging out of your body, you're broken. If that would have happened to him in college, he would never be in the NFL. I don't know why Jerry Jones signed him so much money. I don't know what Jerry Jones is thinking a lot of times. I don't live with Jerry Jones. But Daryl, how about them Cowboys? Still my favorite team. I'm sure I still know more about the Cowboys than, or I, I've forgotten more than you'll know. That's the only way I'm going to tear you apart on it because I like these letters. I, I like hearing from people in the fan. I want to be proven wrong. I want to come and, and, look, week 16, the Cowboys are 16-0. and 0. Now they're resting everybody and all the backups are beating the shit out of everybody. I would come out and go, man, I was fucking wrong about that. Damn, am I stupid. I'll come out and do it. Yeah, Dak has shoulder issues too. Oh, that, that that's the least of my worries now. 
He didn't have the. He had a good arm. He didn't have the greatest arm in the world. Now that he has fucking shoulder problems. Jesus. He was a pretty accurate quarterback, but not accurate down downfield. All right, last one here. Here we go. Hit, hit. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, dear Arnie. I know that you are a huge wrestling fan, and I was really hoping that you'd do another wrestling show soon. I want to. I, I, I got some interesting news for you here. Let me. Uh, let, uh, so this is a wrestling email. I, I, all right. I heard you mention the big weekend that just happened and was wondering what you thought of all that was going on in the world of wrestling. I've been a huge CM Punk fan, and I was going crazy Friday night when he came to AEW. And when Brian Danielson, or Daniel Bryant, and possibly Bray Wyatt, and of course Ric Flair come, do you think the AEW is gathering enough momentum to catch and maybe surpass the WWE? Which, by the way, I still love, and thought SummerSlam was awesome as well. Anyway, take care, and please, more wrestling updates from Philip. All right, we'll start this last Friday night. By the way, I saw the new uh, episode of Re- uh, Heels. I was going to call it Reels. Heels on uh, on Showtime. How do you have a show about wrestling but don't have any wrestling on the show? It was uh, it was very off-putting, if you will. Not a happy – I wasn't happy with episode two of that show. Um. This weekend, okay, Friday night. If you're a wrestling fan, you'll know who CM Punk is. I didn't watch a lot of CM Punk in the WWE then, and I'll tell you why. Is because I, once Stone Cold Steve Austin retired, I was like done. I I, I can't invest it anymore because Steve Austin was just the greatest to me. But I miss wrestling, and I would go back and I'd watch it every now and then. And now I'm fully back on board because I've. Watched a bunch of old school wrestling, and, and, and I watch everything now, or as, le- as much as I can when it comes to wrestling. Friday night, CM Punk came out. Uh, for Arnie's show, should I go draped out in Sooners, Niners, or A's gear? <laughs> oh, we'll get you fucked with. <laughs> um, CM Punk came out at the beginning of the show at AEW, and it was huge. It was awesome. It was one of those cool wrestling moments. And then they put on a shit match right after it. And I was like, really? You have all this buildup. This is your chance. See, and I think they fucked up. by This was their Friday night show, and it was their second one. This should have been their first Friday night show. But they don't know how to do big, big shows there yet, I guess. I don't know. But, yes, I do think that they're gathering a lot of momentum to come in and, and, and chase after the WWE because I am seeing right now a small, but it, it, it's starting to gather a little bit of steam, a small growth for wrestling again. It, it, it's slow, but it's coming back. It's coming back. You're getting more of these smaller local arenas. And, Philip, you'll be happy to know that uh, I, I'm working on trying to get the CEO of World Class Championship Wrestling 
which is what was used to based at the Sportatorium in Dallas. He's going to be on the show because he's promoting a, a big show at, at Star Wars Christmas show in Irving. Mick Foley's going to be there. Uh, Lance and Marshall Von Erich are going to be there. There's going to be other people there, too. These small independent shows, and that's what leads up to building things like NXT and the Performance Center or, or wherever they're training the AEW kids at Dusty Rhodes's, Dustin Rhodes' wrestling school. I don't know if that's where they're training them for the AEW. But the AEW is getting a lot of big-name talent. And I think that if they keep going in this, this, what I think is the correct direction, by having a handful of these older guys and these older stars around to guide and mentor the younger ones, I'm just telling you right now, AEW will become the new TBS Saturday night. And that, to me, was the mecca of wrestling. I mean, I love watching the Von Erickson stuff here at WCCW. But there was nothing that was better for me than that Saturday night, two or three hours on WTBS. That's where I was first introduced to Dusty Rhodes. The American Dream, Daddy. Woo, the Bull of the Woods, if you will. The Four Horsemen. Nikolai Volkov, Magnum TA, the Road Warriors. Now, I'd been watching that for a couple years, and then somebody said, well, what do you watch the Saturday morning wrestling? And that was the one that was called the WWF. And I knew what it was because of Hulk Hogan and things like that. And I was like, yeah, it's okay, but I like this wrestling better because – this is the kind of cool wrestling, storytelling wrestling. That up there is character wrestling. They have clowns running around. They got, you know, goofballs running around. It's almost like an animated show up there. And then they came out with an animated show on Saturday mornings. What? Um... I love that wrestling, and I see AEW going in that direction. But there's one huge thing. They will never, ever be able to take on the WWE when it comes to production and production quality. Nobody has, and nobody will, because the WWE has the budget for it. Their shows will always be way better produced than anybody else's. Because he understands what it's about. It's an entertainment thing. And a lot of the, the, a lot of the, the southern wrestling, if you will, the, the, the good wrestling, their promoters didn't care about the over-the-top production quality of it because the fans didn't care. The fans would eat it up, sure. Fans cared about the quality in the ring. And it seemed like wrestling fans in the north cared about the entire show. So that's why they were different. And and if you look back on the Attitude Era in WWE, the glory days, if you will now, it wasn't all about the 
pomp and circumstance. You had two rockets that blew off after every show or to begin every show. It was about the quality product that was in the ring. Think about it. Two of the greatest all-time, 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 all-time wrestlers shared time in the squared circle together. Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock. Name two better people on the microphone. Name two better workers in the ring. You really can't do it. And they were at the same time. And the talent had to be below them, at least somewhere near as good as them. And it was. From Shawn Michaels to such a great technical wrestler in Bret Hart. That was the only time to me the WWE ever really looked and focused on the talent. I don't know what it is about these companies that refuse to reward talent, whether it be wrestling, whether it be the world of radio or even television news. It's the talent that brings it all in. And no one respects the talent. Radio talent, you could have the greatest radio show in the world beating people by a three-to-one margin. It's all great, and it's all well and good and everything, but, hey, if you ain't over 50%, you ain't shit, right? We're not going to pay you what you're worth. We're going to pay the salespeople because they can sell ads during your show, during your product, the thing that you're producing. And if it weren't for you, we wouldn't have that to sell at this X amount of dollars. But you're going to agree to this amount much. Salespeople are going to be buying new houses and new cars all year long because they keep selling your product that you've gotten paid for once. That's how it was. That's how it is, and that's the way it will always be. Rhodes wasn't my favorite, but he had the sweetest voice and character. Next to Macho Man, oh, hey, Mount Rushmore of greatest character gimmicks. I know you've done goats, but characters would be awesome. And, yes, Stone Cold could be back on there. <laughs> Orndorff was pretty damn awesome on the mic. He was almost the original modern-day wrestling shit-talking. Look, back then, everybody was like, if you weren't good on the mic, it was because you were uh, – a Samoan wrestler, and people just couldn't understand what you were saying. Back then, you didn't get the call-up to the bigs if you couldn't talk. The only exceptions to that rule, I would say, would be the Steiner brothers. Steiner brothers were not good promos, but, man, were they great workers. And then Scott became awesome on the mic because everybody just made fun of him. Sting, great on the mic. The Ultimate Warrior, never, ever good. Even from the days when he first started as the Dingo Warrior, not good. Fucking Bruiser Brody was like fucking Edgar Allan Poe on a microphone compared to the Ultimate Warrior. And if you know anything about wrestling, you know that Bruiser Brody just mainly said, Rarf, Rarf, Rarf. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, hi-oh, great gimmick, great shtick. 
None of these guys have. And, and, and by the way, there's nothing wrong with Hacksaw Jim Duggan. He's a proud American that carries a two-by-four with him everywhere he goes. That's pretty fucking, that, that's not really a character. That's just a guy. See, if you get rid of the, the goofy characters, like, like, like Dr. Isaac Yankum, the dentist, you get rid of the stupid-ass characters, and you have just kind of a story about a char- uh, a guy who is a character, not a character, though. You, you know what I mean? Stone Cold Steve Austin was a beer-swigging fucking redneck who hated his boss. People related to that. The Rock was a young, flashy guy who thought his shit didn't stink. We all knew somebody that was like that. We don't know fucking ruthless dentists like Sir Isaac Yankum. You want to know why these characters were over? Is because we knew or related to somebody like that, and that's why we either loved them as a babyface or a heel, a bad guy. Shawn Michaels was the biggest douchebag in the world. So everybody hated him. Macho Man and Rowdy Roddy Piper, amazing microphone skills. Truly amazing. Ric Flair. To me, Ric Flair, it's it's a tough one and two on the mic for me between Ric Flair and Dusty Rhodes. Because I just loved everything Dusty said. It's just, it's syrup. It's just, oh, it fills my soul. When he talks about hard times, daddy. When a machine takes your job. A job you've been at for 30 years. 30 years, daddy. And they say, computer's going to do your job. Here's your gold watch. That's hard times. And you have people like Ric Flair. Woo! The Rolex wearing. Limousine riding. Jet flying. Kiss stealing. Wheeling dealing. Son of a gun. I could deliver a promo. Even Arn Anderson, who was shit on the mic back then, is better at promos than half the people that are in wrestling today. They should have never gave Arn and Tully the mic. Ever. Uh, and I'll tell you who was great on them. Animal, Animal wasn't that great. Animal just yelled. But when Hawk got the microphone for the Road Warriors, you knew you were in for a fucking treat. Oh, well, Tony Shavanti. <laughs> he was he was macho man amped up like by 20. Those promos were awesome. The worst promos I ever saw were some of my favorite wrestlers, and that was the fucking Von Erichs. Those guys could talk their way out of anything. They're just good old Texas boys. I'm having a hard time holding these gators down. Tell them, Hawk! Well, Jim Ross! Edge and Christian's promos were awesome. Yeah, look, see, and that was the thing. That's why those guys were superstars. And now that they're they're trying, I, I don't know what they're trying in wrestling. Honestly, 
I, I don't know if it's an acrobatic show that's going on now, how many times a guy can flip, how many near falls there are, how many times we get two counts, even though you've used a finisher like seven times. I'm aggravated by that. You're changing the product that doesn't need changing. I like Kamala because he didn't say a fucking word. Kind of like the current Kamala nowadays. Oh, the Ugandan Giants. He got his start here in Dallas. I remember when Kamala was first brought in by Skandor Akbar. And then the the the, the nation of, uh, oh, wait, what was it? Oh, I can't remember. Nation of Domination. Was that it? No, it wasn't that. Oh, Domination Incorporated. That's what it was. Domination Incorporated. And he had the missing link who had this fucked up, like, plop of hair in the front of his head and this long ponytail, and he'd use that as a weapon, as a headbutton machine. And he had the, the Kamala came in. He was the biggest black guy any of us had ever seen. And he's got this big old voodoo mask on. He's carrying this big spear. And he's got a handler who's got a wrestling mask on. His name is Friday. That's about his character as we got. But we were told he was, he was from the Ugandan jungles. We knew that there weren't really, you know, crazy headhunters there. But it was fucking hysterical. I mean, we had Abdullah the Butcher before that from the Sudan. And he used to stab guys in the head with a fork. An actual fork. All these people thinking hardcore is new. and No, shit. You didn't see... You didn't see Abdullah the Butcher wrestle. You didn't see Bruiser Brody wrestle. I have not done the Mount Rushmore of Greatest Managers. I will do that. Uh, The next time I do a full-fledged wrestling show, I will do that one. But I noticed last night, watching Raw, that Bobby Lashley is the only guy who really has a manager. Way too many finishers, no sales. Once you land a finisher, that's it. Yeah, that's why it's called a finisher. Only at the main at WrestleMania can you kick out of a finisher. That's how you do Amen. Oh, I'm tired of saying. I mean, why? look, look, look. SummerSlam was Saturday, which is weird. But it was John Cena against Roman Reigns. So John Cena, who's what? I, I, I don't know his because I hate John Cena as a wrestler. As a human being, I think he's awesome. Well, until he backed down to China. All his work he does with the Make-A-Wish kids. But he hit his, what, like F5, like Brock Lesnar, where, you know, it's like a you got him in the torture rack and you flip him over on the ground. He did that through the Mexican announce table, and then he did it off the top rope, and Roman Reigns kicked out. Come on, man. That, that, that's weak. I didn't like that. I, 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 I didn't like it at all. I did like Brock Lesnar coming back, though. I'll love it if Bray, if Bray Wyatt, or, yeah, no, not Bray Wyatt. Braun Strowman comes back, I will fucking love that. Brutus the Barber with the shears, that's gimmick gold. Amen. Oh, I mean, look, man, there, was, there were good gimmicks, and then there were gimmicks like the, the Mounties. Doink and Dink, and I know so many people love Doink the Clown. I don't know why. My fa- I think my all-time fa- two favorite gimmicks had to be 
if I think about it. One was a guy here in Texas. His name was Bugsy McGraw. He was just crazy. He was insane. And that was his gimmick because he was like a, a lunatic. The better gimmick, though, was the great Kabuki. He looked like this little old mad Asian man, right? And he put fucking paint on his face so nobody could recognize him. And he had this long black hair. And, and his finishing move was a thrust kick. And he was literally like four feet, like six inches tall. He wasn't near big enough to be a wrestler. Now, he had this thrust kick that could kill people. But if that didn't t- put him out, he would br- blow this green mist in their eyes. Oh, the green mist. Everybody was terrified of the green mist. You didn't want that shit. It would blind you. That, to me, is a funny gimmick. That's a gimmick. Kamala, great gimmick. Bruce the Barber, great gimmick. And that's the thing that the Samoans, they didn't have to have a gimmick. Them being Samoan was, and and I don't mean this in any disrespectful way at all, to, to Samoan people, not one bit whatsoever. You are the gimmick. Because you're all fucking badass and you're tougher than fucking coffin nails. You don't want to get into, in, into a scram or a scrub or a, whatever, a skirmish with anybody from the, the Pacific Rim like that. Oh, I gave love to Roddy Piper. I Roddy Piper was just... Roddy Piper, everybody says, oh, he's from Scotland. Well, he lived in Scotland for like a year. He's mainly from Canada. Roddy Piper was Roddy Piper was ahead of his time on the microphone. Roddy Piper would have been a bigger star if Hulk Hogan wasn't there. I, I will put that in stone because nobody talked better than Roddy Piper. He would yell and get loud, but he didn't have to get loud. He didn't have some shtick about eating fucking vitamins and training and praying and all that kind of stuff. Roddy Piper was a wrestling fan's icon. Hulk Hogan is an icon of wrestling, but Hulk Hogan's kind of the caricature of wrestling. The big, muscled-up juice head, blonde hair, big muscles. Real wrestling fan knows that, yeah, you need those guys because you need to draw in the masses to keep the money coming in. But guys like Rowdy Piper, those are the guys that keep the doors open year-round because they're the guys there year-round. And it was nice to see the WWE make their characters more like Rowdy Piper. Great technicians in the ring, amazing on the microphone. And it wasn't too sticky. It wasn't him coming out with a fucking cockatoo like Coco Beware. And if not for Lou Albano, Jared from Subway would not be the only guy out there known for sandwiches. And you know how well that went down, so thank God for wrestling. Saved an entire group from being associated with child porn. And isn't the greatest of all time the Undertaker, an undead wizard that puts people in coffins and gets magic power from an urn? Gimmick so good, even everyone forgot it's just a stupid gimmick. Yes. 
Look, man, and that's, like I said, they focused on the talent. Focus no longer on the talent and what the talent brings. See, they start all these schools out, and they want to make the talent. doesn't work that way. You teach them to hold. You teach them how to fall. You teach them how to not break their neck, sure. But you can't create the talent. The one thing that I've taken uh, from all these uh, documentaries and, and the Vice Land and things like that, the one thing I've taken, and when it's down to Ric Flair, Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Mick Foley, all of them say the exact same thing. They started out as kids, as huge wrestling fans. That's what started their love for wrestling. They didn't get into it because, and I'm not saying there's anything wrong with people that get into it from the world of professional football or whatever sport wrestling that you get, or, or hockey, or whatever. You're an athlete. You should be doing something like that. But these guys, that's why they're stars. That's why they are, are high and above everybody else. This is why there's a Hall of Fame. This is why people watch. What was the best finishing move that you've seen live? What was the worst? Uh, I do love the stunner. I think the stunner is one of the greatest moves ever, and it was developed by... Fabulous Freebird Michael PSAs. That is a true story. The my the best finisher I ever saw. My favorite finisher of all time had to be the Oriental Spike. And the Oriental Spike was it, it was made illegal because what you do is you wrap your thumb up in tape, and then you just stick that guy into the guy's neck. So it's like you're stabbing him with your thumb. It's either that one, the Oriental Spike, my my favorite finisher, and I got to see it live a few times because I got to see Rick Rude live a few times, and Jake the Snake Roberts, but the original DDT. Greatest finishing move I've ever seen. You just drop the guy's head. I love the DDT. Worst finisher of all time. Oh, now, Christopher, bite your tongue saying that the worst is the claw. The Von Erichs, the, those, those boys were training to use the claw at an early age. The, the claw was, it, it, look, the claw's a terrible move, but it did bust people open. I don't know what the red arrow is. Is that, is, is that what's her name? The man? Is that her finishing move, the red arrow? Uh... I will say the worst finisher of all time has to be, and, and, and you can quote me on this, the abdominal stretch. Either the abdominal stretch or the torture rack from Lex Luger. And I know I'm going to piss people off. How can you say the torture rack? I was watching, watching the matches like over the weekend. Three guys carried other guys on their head like a fucking torture rack. And nobody was screaming and going out of control. 
Figure four is awesome. That's a tough hold to fucking beat. And it does work, too. And the camel clutch? Oh, fuck that. I don't want to be stuck in the camel clutch. You got a fucking dude sitting on your back with your arms arched over his fucking uh, his legs, and he's pulling on your neck? I don't want any part of that move. That move looks way too real. Neville does the red arrow. It's fucking amazing. Watch it live from the front row. I'll never forget that sound. Okay. I'll have to look for that. I'm, I'm kind of happy right now with the state of wrestling where it is. It's in, it's in a pretty good spot, I think. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what Vince McMahon does. We'll see how he tries to keep up with the AEW. Uh, that's going to do it for the show today, everybody. Look at that, man. We went fucking two hours strong there. Holy shit. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. I have a lot of stories left over. Holy crap. We got to get to all these things. Uh, but uh, remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic Tuesday. And you know that that makes tomorrow, right? Pump day. Pump day. Pump day. Uh, until then. Adios, everybody. I was there in my trailer Down at the job site The day that this stranger walked in His face looked so sad And he carried a set of blueprints as I unrolled them, the first thing I noticed was there were no doors in the plans. He said, if you build this for me, then when she comes back, she'll never be able to leave me again. I said, if I didn't, she ever came. Tell me how would she get in It would just be a prison that I locked you in If you couldn't leave You'd never know if there was someone that loved you The way that she didn't before There's two things that I know for sure that you can't make a woman feel something she don't And you can't build a house with no doors All the while he was quiet I could tell he was thinking I thought I'd just ruin his day I just couldn't bear to see this man's last hope slip away So I thought real fast and I started talking Said, buddy, we've tried this before And if there ain't one, she'll make one Either way, she'll run and leave you a house with a hole for a door Can
that I know for sure It's that you can't make a woman feel something she don't And you can't build a house with no doors No, you can't make a woman feel something she don't Build a house with no doors Boy, just be yourself If people don't like you being yourself, fuck them! That just happened Boy, that escalated quickly I mean, that really got out of hand fast You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking Um, I I just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.